Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. All right. Here we go. Welcome to the KVJ show. Happy day. Just uh, two days to the weekend. Woohoo! That's right. Getting there. We got you all dialed up and ready to go here today. KBJ TV is on. Just fire on your flat screen TV. Go to YouTube and look for the KBJ show. And you can watch us right now, live or on demand. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you got on your mind today, Jay Bird? Have I found a scam out there in the gasoline world? I don't know, but something smells fishy. What's okay. going on? Well, I won't say the name of this gas station, but it rhymes with space rack. Space rack? Race rack. Oh. Yeah, it rhymes with... <laughs> I'm trying not to out them. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? It rhymes with... <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> no, I'm trying to... Trying to protect us. Did you hit my Kahlua? I did not. But you I, better not. I'm not. I'm not unless you don't share with me. Mama's running low. She only has two and a half bottles left. I only, I only have three. <laughs> so I've noticed something. We, we have to go to this gas station that's right by our station all the time. That's where we a lot of us get gas. I've noticed something odd keeps happening. You know they have the 87, the 89, and then the 93? Yes. The 87, now this is the fourth pump this has happened to me too. And it's, I had to go there this morning. The 87's not even available. They, they force you to go to the 89, which by the way, is so much more money. Once you go a level up in gas, it really, because I always get 87. We know. And I noticed today, just with the 89, holy crud balls. It, it's forcing you to go up when you don't want to. That's the first thing I noticed. Second thing, <laughs> weak nozzle stream. All of their, the guns. The, the gun has ED? The gun has ED and needs Viagra. Just like any guy when he gets older? <laughs> Maybe got, they need to get new pumps. Does the pump have a prostate issue? Well, you go to squeeze and it just squirts out. And you go... This, I hear that from a lot of guys. Is this, just, this, whole, this whole squirting stream they've got of gasoline is just, just another way of manipulating the wallet. The purse, if you will. It's supposed to be calibrated. But yeah, how often are these things calibrated? And if you do have 
have an older janky pump that looks like it's been out there in the weather for 10 years. Well, I bring it up because I've gone to a second racetrack location and have had the same issues. So I, I'm sorry, uh, space rack location. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure I... You're doing You're a good doing job great. of that. Yeah. I mean, you are nailing it. Well, y'all got confused with my rhyme. The whole thing fell apart when I got y'all confused. Yeah. But that's my question. Is this a gas scam or is this just bad bad management? <laughs> that's my question. I don't know. I think it might be that maybe, you know, that the, the low test gas ran out. That happens sometimes. Mm. But you know, they just have to refill it. The truck's on the way usually. It's yeah. forcing you to go a little bit more expensive. I, I just wonder is there, it's a gas conspiracy. Don't get me wrong. You think they really have that low test gas and they're just lying to you it's, to okay. get you to spend more on the fancy gas. This is alleged, of course. <laughs> this is just one man's crazy theory. But I don't know. The Emphasis per- on crazy. I've already got myself in trouble by asking too many questions about the no vending machine here at work. Boy, have I got some heat about that. Yeah, he's created quite a buzz in the hallway. Oh, yeah? I've just been very, I'm kind of like that journalist that is, lives his life pretty dangerously. Well, they took out the vending machine, and they now have free snacks in a bowl, but everybody's like very scared to get the snacks, because if you overindulge in the free snacks, then you're labeled as snack greedy. There's also been some confusion uh-huh, about right. when snacks, you know, if you're here at four o'clock in the morning, snacks may not be available. There's no snacks then, because the oh, girl that fills right. the snacks doesn't okay. come in when we come in. By the way, yeah. I've met I, I'm sorry, not met. I had a long conversation with one of the snack people here, and I got to tell you, very good, productive conversation. Very kind person showed me where the snacks are at. Oh, so I am getting answers. Okay, you know it, where they keep the snack stash? I do. I am getting answers, but it's bringing heat. And that's okay. all I'll say. Wow. <laughs> Well, welcome to the big time world of journalism, huh? Thank you. When you break these hot stories. 60 Minutes called. They want to know if you're available. Okay. I'm yeah. here. I got my hot takes. <laughs> what you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, I went to a fabulous open house last night. It was a house over on Jupiter Island. Uh-huh. And it's right on the ocean and the intercoastal. So the front, you look at the intercoastal. The back, you look at the ocean. And this thing was sweet. It was such a fancy party. Yeah, they okay. Are, this house that is, nice. is going to be, I think, like $56 million. Could wow. you imagine? No, I can't even get there mentally. We were standing there. I took Mags with me. Uh, Tyler Cameron came to check it out because he is Jupiter's finest. He has to see what's going on in Jupiter. Oh, yeah. And just walking this property, it's like, holy moly, somebody's going to live here. Rich people make me uncomfortable. (laughs) You would have hated this party. It's not that I don't like the the nice looking things. I get it. It's cool. Just the fancy vibe makes me feel very uncomfortable. You would have liked certain subsects at the party. So we're walking around talking to people. And I met this guy named Bob who used to do like newspapers up in Pennsylvania. But he retired at the age of like 45. Now he lives down here. And he listens to the show every day. Okay. So Bob was telling me, he loves your act, by the way. He, He asked me if you are. Are that crazy, and I said crazier. Okay. Bob was hearing the us act. the other day. Bob said <laughs> we were drinking Fireball, and he's like, Fireball, hmm? I gotta go try this Fireball. So he went to the liquor store and bought Fireball because we recommended it. And the guy at the liquor store said, Mix 
it with rum chata, and it makes like this fireball rum chata uh-huh. shot. He said it was fantastic. Okay. Is, is rum chata a little thicker? Is that, is that a milkier thing? It is. Okay. I just, I feel like, and maybe because I played baseball with a guy who always drank milky alcoholic drinks and then would have bowel issues <laughs> during his partying. Do you think rum chata makes you fart? Yeah, I think he loved rum chata. We can ask Bob. And he was very farty. It made him, made him fart or gave him like the rums? Or? He, it just, it kind of would tear, we would have to leave a club back when you're 18 or 19 years old. He'd be, you know, illegally drinking the rum chata, and we'd have to leave because it would get to drink a lot of milky products like that. He was probably lactose huh. intolerant, couldn't handle it. And I don't think we knew that back in the nineties. Not as yeah, well as we did. You're right. We didn't know about all this food sensitivities <laughs> that we know about now. We would just drink all kinds of milk and fart. Well, we didn't know why we were gross. I don't understand what's going on with my butt. I don't think he knew yeah. that. He was, I don't think he knew why he was so gross. But yeah, not until the two thousands, he was. Oh, I think I have IBS. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, That's so crazy. Shout out to everybody I met last night that was so cool, especially Bob. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ride a school bus when you were kids? Was not allowed to. Yes, I did. The one thing that I noticed yesterday, because I got behind a school bus, and I'm not sure what's going on here. Or this is just an odd strip. But in about a half mile, this bus stopped six times. And I remember when I was a kid, our bus stops were about a half mile apart. And I remember saying to the bus driver, I'm like, hey, could you drop me off closer to my house? He's like, going, nope, this is where you get off. Sorry, kid. Yeah. It's the 80s. Right. <laughs> we don't know about IBS, and we don't care that you have to walk. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about our children. They didn't care. I mean, this bus, it got to the point, it was stopping about every 20 yards. And I'm like, all right. I'm like... What's going on here today? And you have to drive real nice like when you're behind a bus. Yeah, you do. And the weird thing is, you know, because uh, my wife's car was in the shop, so we had this uh, loaner car. And it's one of those cars that turns itself off every time you stop. And on top of that, I noticed that air conditioning stops, too. Oh. Really? Yes. That's not a cool move. And so that's why it really was standing out to me, because I'm <laughs> driving this car, and I'm like, really, again? <laughs> it, it, would go, it would go maybe 20 feet stop, and then let more kids out. I'm like, these damn kids need to walk a little bit more. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if kids have gotten lazy. Kids are soft. gotten scarier. I don't know what's going on. I had a real pawpaw moment, and I'm like, why does my car keep turning off? No, you're right. When I go over to Denny's house a lot of times I'm going there when school's getting out and it's every two feet that bus will stop if you get behind a bus you are screwed at the end of the half mile I was sweating buckets <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's not a little governor that they can turn that on or off I don't know it's you know when you got a loner it's all this gadgetry and I couldn't figure it out and I'm like I'm not going to take the time to learn it because as soon as I do we're going to just return it so <laughs> uh, but I don't know that's why I, I don't when did they start having cars just turn off when you stop I don't know is that a thing for a that lot of cars or thing. is it a defective car no no that's a thing that's, that's absolutely a thing my BMW did that I don't like it it makes me feel very uneasy well yeah it makes you feel uneasy it makes you feel very hot too <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to turn off the AC no, I, 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 <laughs> that doesn't I seem right. It just felt like it was getting warm every time I was stopping. I'm behind this bus. I'm like, again? Just 
It was unreal. I think your loaner car that you got because your car is being repaired needs to be repaired. I think so. I just, I'm like, <laughs> it was really tough. And then the other thing that just really kind of shocked me too, I guess kids and bus routes and everything's different. There are these kids, they must have been, I would guess, probably about first grade, because I see a lot of kids around that age. They got off the bus, these two kids, and they turn around and they're flipping double birds at the oh, bus driver. Oh, yeah. Kids have gotten real hard these what? days. And I was like, at the bus driver? I guess. I don't know. They turned around, got out the door, and were flipping birds, going down the whole thing. I was like, what is going on here? What yeah. kind of neighborhood were you in? I never felt like an older guy in my life. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's buses and kids flipping birds, and now my AC don't work. <laughs> You're lucky it was just elementary school kids. I used to live by a middle school. Yes. Those middle schoolers are scary. I guess. bigger than they are. Terrifying. They are terrifying. I'm scared of first graders now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... All so crazy. Kids have changed. Yes. <laughs> We're kids. not hard enough. No. I can't handle today's kids. I really couldn't. It was just an eye-opening half mile I had yesterday. Where's you know my what? fireball? You don't want your car dying in front of one of those hard kids that come out and beat you up. No, I'm scared it's going to start again. I thought the kid might jack me. I don't even know what's going on. These kids today. Who knows? Well, today is opening day in baseball, and if you want to go see the Marlins take on the Mets today, how much money are you going to pay? And they've made some rule changes in spring training that they're going to be carrying into the regular season. Are those changes good or bad? I'll let you know the results from spring training coming up in minutes. My KVJ Show. Today is opening day for baseball. We got the Miami Marlins taking on the New York Mets at Lone Depot Park here today. Good news and for the Mets. Yeah, it is great news for the Mets. And to uh, get ready for today's game, last night they had a uh, big old rally, a kickoff party at uh, the Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood last night. It was uh, pretty exciting to get the uh, season going. You had uh, all kinds of great players there like Keith Hernandez, Roger McDowell, Mookie Wilson. 86 Mets, baby. Yeah, so the Mets had a preseason kickoff party last night in South Florida to get ready for the season. Where was the Marlins party? <laughs> the, the 86 Mets, though, bring a draw, and they, they know that. <laughs> we're in South Florida, and we're having kickoff parties for the Mets. And there's no Marlins kickoff party. I hear you. Anybody got a problem with that other than me, or is it just me that sees like there's something really messed up with South Florida baseball? That's the problem, Kevin. Nobody cares. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> wow. Okay. You so. could bring the 97 Marlins out. You could bring the World Series Marlins 2003? out. 2003? I mean, yeah. we're on the 20-year anniversary. That is odd. The 20-year anniversary of the Marlins' last World Series, and there's no kickoff party, not at least for the Marlins. There is for the Mets, though. So we're already Mets fans for a new season. Oh, yeah. I can tell you he was very happy about this series on A and big Mets fan. Oh, okay. Love the Mets. Yeah, All right. she did. So she, she was at that party last night in spirit. Without a doubt. Okay. Well, the, those 86 Mets was really kind of a, a big moment in my household because that was when I really started paying attention to baseball. Yeah. My parents got into that World Series for some reason, and yeah. my mom wasn't a real baseball fan. For some reason, the 1986 World Series yeah. was the Red Sox. That's the Bill Buckner year of Virginia. Oh, the one uh, you always talk about. I Highly televised, a lot of drama. I think yeah. people just got into it. Yeah, it was. I remember I was into that uh, World Series as well. 
So if you're uh, going out to the uh, game today, how much money are you going to spend? They say the average ticket price for the Miami Marlins is $23.27. Now, that in and of itself may not be too crazy, but uh, they do say that when you start throwing in parking, concessions, merch, they say that the average Major League Baseball fan is going to spend $86 a game. Per person. person. Yes. That's cheap. They say 35% of baseball fans say it's out of their price range. They can't afford to go to a game when you talk about 86 bucks, And with an average hourly wage of $18, a Marlins fan would have to work four hours to afford to go to one game. You have to sneak in your popcorn now. You have to buy it at Publix <laughs> and then put it in your pants and then sneak it in. The concession stand popcorn is expensive, y'all. Yeah. Well, the concessions they tried to trick out, and everybody does different things. And this year at Marlins Park for opening day, they're going to be serving up the Cubano Gigante. Ooh, I don't know what that is, but I love it. It's a, a big Cuban? Yeah, 34-inch long Cuban sandwich. Okay. Ooh, all right, that's fun. That's yeah. your speed. That's, it is fun. You should have yeah, a thing. Fun food. You know, I don't know how many people it would take to knock down a 34-incher. I mean, that's almost How many Penningtons or how many people? 34 inches. That's what, that's what a Rocco, your son's leg? The size of his leg, 34 inches, two rulers. Yeah, okay. I think it's three feet. Almost. Almost three feet. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot of that's a lot of sandwich. It is a lot of sandwich. <laughs> I would assume it'd be a tandem type thing. Two guys could do that easily. Easily. I, that's a sandwich, that's a sub and a half, really. Yeah, it is. You could, I could do a sub and a half if I had to. We know you could, Pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. Right, <laughs> no you. one is questioning your skill and wanna, commitment. I'm brag. So you and Denny's and a couple of bong rips, you can knock down a you Cubano Gigante. You and your Gigante. brother. Your brother could probably do it by himself. My brother could do it by himself wow. easily without any kind he of... He is the tallest man. He's almost six foot seven. Yeah. yeah. That, well, that would look like a toothpick in his hand. I don't know if I would go with Denny's as my, my partner for that. Okay. Denny's does damage on sweets. I, oh, Really? On a level, uh, I, he's really yeah, coming to his own. Huh? I, okay. I've known him for 11 years. Yeah. He just got into the sweet game about a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. And he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he He is. can power through some sweets. Okay. If I had to go through a sandwich, I think I'm looking at my guy. I think I'm looking at my hungry guy right now. Okay. If you take out healthy Kev. Right, yeah. And you go, let's <laughs> If it pa- were just, I'm eating whatever I'm eating. Yeah. Take him out, you mean kill him. He is good at power eating. Kevin's very eating good at Eating large amounts of food. I could do that. You I, are. If I put my mind to it, I think I could do the Cubano Gigante. Wow. By, by yourself? Yes. I think I could. Yeah, he could. He could. I think wow. I could. If I put my mind to it, I came in pretty hungry. He would hate himself for six months after. Look, I oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't eat again for a week. 36 inches of sandwich. <laughs> he would sink into a, I came off keto depression. Oh, man, it'd be tough. <laughs> you would, you'd be on a sub-depression kick. It'd be tough. Yeah. My self-esteem would just plummet. It'd be pretty tough. But, uh, yeah, that's some of the stuff you can check out if you're going out to the game today and then they've got a series going on all weekend long to start the regular season these games actually count and they're trying to sell hey it's going to move a lot faster they tried this pitch clock and they've found that 
from last year in spring training to this year, the pitch clock has saved about 26 minutes off of games. Wow. And this is a new thing they're doing. So the games are moving faster. What they do, they set the clock at 15 seconds between pitches. And if you got a base runner, it goes to 20 seconds. So you can play a little cat and mouse game of, I'm going to steal. No, I'm not. No, I am. Yeah. You know, which, so they, is, which fans, by the way, really love. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they don't. Baseball yeah. is now less boring, though. That's good. And don't, don't forget, too. The robots, they're still coming for baseball. There's Since the 90s, there's been a debate about having umpires become robots so they're accurate. Yeah. That conversation's only going to heat up. Okay, yeah. I, I think so, because they've been doing more minor league games and spring training games having a computer detect when it's a ball and a strike. And there are stories, I don't know if you saw, it was a college baseball game, but the ball was about five feet off of the plate. The catcher had to dive to get it, and the umpire called it a strike. And the batter struck out because he's like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously? And so, yeah, with moments like that, they're like, maybe we need to let computers do this. April 7th, 1991. I'll never forget this umpire made the worst call against me mm-hmm. to the point where you don't forget these things. <laughs> right. What was his name? I, I, I don't know his name, but I do remember that. I remember the team I was on. I remember every, I remember the smell of yeah. the field. Yeah. He didn't. He, people wanted to fight this guy. I, I don't think he ever umpired again because people wanted to kill him. Wow. It'll happen. I know. You say lives by letting the uh, robots do it. Am I pro-robots? Do I hate robots? I'm confused. (laughs) So what happens if they don't abide and get uh, the pitch done or the play done in a certain amount of time? The pitcher will get a ball added. If it's a batter that's uh, causing the delay, they get a strike added. So that's going to be a new thing that you're going to see if you go out to the uh, ball game today, if you can afford it. So hopefully you've been saving up to go see the Marlins and Mets as they get going. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Well, Ramen, it's now for breakfast. The big question is, would you eat it? They've actually come out with a product, and it's not an April Fool's joke, where Cup Noodles, who does the ramen, just debuted a new flavor. It's supposed to taste like sausage, eggs, pancakes, and syrup, which doesn't sound bad. I, I don't really want the syrup, but I do want everything else. Funny enough, I want the syrup tenfold. <laughs> I knew you did. I like syrup, dog. Sausage, <laughs> eggs, pancakes, and syrup. Would you mix that all together and eat that all at once? I yes. already put eggs and sausage in my ramen. I just don't know about the pancakes and syrup. That's the thing. You, you can't you can't take half, Virginia. You got to take it all. Yeah, you got to fully it. commit. Just do us a favor. Please respect the game. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take it all. That's all we ask. Yeah. That's how my dad taught me how to eat my breakfast. I think I, I got, all mushed together. He would we'd go to a, a diner or a Denny's or an IHOP, and he would say, "Take the pancakes, take the bacon, take the hash browns, cut it all up, make it into almost like this big mixture, and put syrup on it." And I loved it as a kid. I could see it working. I, I thought. Ketchup in there too with the syrup. Uh, I love it. Ketchup, I huh? You Whoa. are an animal. Syrup. Whoa, you're an animal. Syrup and ketchup is, believe it or not. Well, it's all sugar. It's so. delicious. That's repulsive. <laughs> it's not, man. I know you don't get it because you're all fancy. If I saw somebody doing that in Denny's or IHOP, I would walk square up to them and punch them in the face. Nobody wow. believes you'd ever be in you a Denny's. You and your dad. No one, ever, no one believes you'd be in a Denny's or an IHOP. If you were, <laughs> right. we do believe you'd be shaming somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if I was there, it would be 2 a.m. and I'm drunk. She would only walk into punch somebody and then walk out. That's it. Just a shame yeah. for what they're eating. Punch yeah. them and leave. Syrup and ketchup. I have you no class. Guarantee you this is not just a bird thing. More people will uh, 
side with me on that. I'm there yeah. with you. I, I, I hit the brakes when you talk about the, you know, the ketchup on top of it all. But I could see putting those four items together, spinning them up, and no, then eating it. That's the thing. I'm telling you, people would side with me. Ketchup and syrup. That's not just a bird thing. People love that. Ketchup and syrup. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not just making this up. Oh, bird, you're so weird. You are weird. Okay. Right. I will have uh, Suits do a quick uh, KVJ TV poll on that. Who mixes ketchup in with their syrup? Come on, chat room. Beaked. Yeah. Back, back a brother up. That is just not a good combo. You got the tanginess of the, the 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 acidity of the tomato, and then the sweetness of the syrup. It just it's too much. What you're saying is is partially true, but the the only connection I do see is if you look to see how much sugars in ketchup. Yeah, yeah but, it's deceptively sugar-filled. But people yeah. who eat big breakfast don't care about sugar intake. They're like, All right. exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be doing this anyway. I mean, they've already given up on life. They don't care about their health, y'all. They care about their taste buds. How do we get this tricky ramen? Because I I want to try it. You can go to Walmart and you can pick it up for a limited time. I don't know how long it's gonna be on the market. I don't know if it's a test thing or what they're doing, but if it's gonna be at Walmart and it's gonna be cup noodles and it's gonna be ramen, I imagine it's pretty much gonna be all chemically flavored. <laughs> oh, definitely. So that's what the whole thing is. That might be the gnarliest part we of it. We could make this. And make it real. I know. I, you, you, of course, you real could. egg, real sausage, real syrup. I'm like, not putting ketchup in it. I have to take a stand. I feel like you could do a whole ramen line. I, I got some ideas for you. I believe in you. I get down with ramen. I love putting like all kind of seafood in it, an egg. You could do an Italian ramen. Totally. There's a lot of things you can do with it. Yeah, that, that's why I'm just wondering. You know, does that sound good? The ramen mix with those flavors. Absolutely. Would you eat it? Yeah. You would eat it. Yeah. Okay. We would try it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people probably would. And uh, just for the record, the numbers are 14% of people would mix ketchup with their syrup. 14%. Sometimes I feel like the world just don't get me. <laughs> I, I can see where you'd say that. You are the definition of marches to the beat of his own drum. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they made ketchup with syrup in it. They did a whole campaign. All right, Bert, you lost the fight. Yeah. They made. Well, and they probably saw the numbers and be like, oh my gosh, people hate this product. <laughs> One guy in Palm Beach County and, and then that guy got fired. They're like, whose idea was this? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's got to go. That was terrible. I mean, do you do a market survey here? In fact, the number's down to 12%. The more we talk about it, the more people are like, yeah, that's pretty gross, actually. There's no way I'm doing that. Pop-Tarts has got a uh, new frosted banana bread flavor that's going to be hitting shelves this month. Ooh. Yeah, you feeling that, too? I am. Frosted banana bread. I like that. Banana bread is a weird thing. It can be very gross, dry, overrated, or, man, it can be... If it's moist, oh, oh it, man, and it nutty. It needs to be wet with some, I like it with frosting. Yeah. Fr- frosting, oh. yeah. frosting on top of the roof, baby. And you yeah. can do that. And then with frosting the in the middle. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can do that. Okay, so you're buying, I got you guys on the hook today. Yeah, man. you do. Banana yeah. bread with frosting sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about this? Crawfish ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I what? saw that yesterday, and I was like, who is doing this, and how can we get this at the Crawfish Festival? It's Red Circle Ice Cream out of Houston that okay. has put this together, and I guess they put crawfish juice, and they even adorn each scoop with an actual crawfish on top. Ugh.
I love it. Hate it. If you did, this could work like a cream cheese ice cream, which that they have a lot of that in Louisiana. A cream cheese ice cream with the crawfish. I'm telling you, that sweet and salty balance might be amazing. Don't knock it till you try it. Okay, so we're going to tear bird down when we do syrup and ketchup sweet and salty. But when it's her precious crawfish, yeah. oh, it's cutting edge. Crawfish is, I think, dissed by you unfairly. Crawfish ice cream sounds amazing. Crawfish is the grossest food on the planet, <laughs> bar none. Suits a new poll. What is more gross, syrup and ketchup or crawfish ice cream? Come on, Chad, Yeah, we're going to see who's got a grosser concoction here. Do not let me down. Yeah. Okay, go to uh, YouTube, look for the KVJ Show, hit up that poll. We'll get you the numbers on that in a second. And I'm just kind of curious, who has had the most unhealthy or plans on having the most unhealthy breakfast today, and what are you eating? Ooh. 877-979-WRMF. You can call or text the KVJ Show. It's KVJ. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I guess it's turned into the battle of the gross. Jaber was talking about how he likes putting ketchup with syrup. And by the time that poll was over, only 10% of people were backing him up. <laughs> Only 90% were like, that's gross. So they were not feeling that. Yeah, 10%, Jaber. That's yeah, low, low you know numbers. I'll take my 10%. We will start that cult I've been talking about. <laughs> but what about this other concept that an ice cream store in Houston's come up with? Crawfish ice cream. It's crawfish season now. So we asked KVJ TV, what is more gross? The syrup and ketchup combo or the crawfish and ice cream combo? And with 83% of the votes, what is more gross? Crawfish ice cream. Okay. Oh, unbelievable. Thank, thank you. Okay. All right. I was getting real So you, yours, yours is very <laughs> unpopular, Jaber, but Virginia's is even more unpopular. I'm going to make crawfish ice cream for you, and I'm going to make you try it. Just put it into one of our bits for punishment, <laughs> and I'll, I'll have to eat it by, by law. Yeah. Crawfish ice cream coming up hot. So who is eating the most unhealthy breakfast here today or plans on eating the most unhealthy breakfast? Uh, somebody is going with four slices of bacon, Pop-Tarts, and Coca-Cola. Mm. That's that's pretty good, but that is not even close to the unhealthiest out there. That's not even that close sounds to like, it. That sounds like a really good hangover breakfast. Yeah. Bacon, Pop-Tarts, and soda. You mm-hmm. can do way more damage than that. Uh, somebody is taking a brown sugar Pop-Tart, and they're just scooping uh, cake 
icing right out of the bowl. <laughs> what, they're mixing it together? Yeah. Okay. They're just taking the, that's how the, the Pop-Tart is the vehicle to get the cake icing into their mouth. Ooh, I get that. That is, I'm telling you, though, that is a very dangerous game, and that is how you wake up accidentally fat if you keep doing that. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally fat. It happens overnight. You wake yeah. up and you go pee and go, when did I get so fat? <laughs> it's going to get away from you. Damn you, frosting. Yes, it's just a dangerous game. Enjoy yourself, but just know it is the heroin of snacks. And you're going to yeah. wake up fat. Yeah, it it's worse than Coyote Ugly. <laughs> it is, man. <laughs> well, we asked her, would you rather question, would you rather uh, mix up some ketchup in with your syrup, or would you rather have crawfish ice cream? People are choosing, and that, to go with the ketchup and the syrup, but I got a few other would-you-rathers here. Would you rather have bad breath or smelly feet? What Sme- do you think would be worse? Smelly, smelly feet. feet. No, bad you breath want be- smelly feet. Yeah, yeah bad breath over. is way worse. Bad yeah. breath is terrible. I agree. Would you rather fight 1,000 ant-sized bulls or one bull-sized ant? Wait. 1,000 ant-sized bulls. B-U-L-L? B-U-L-L. Bull. What, are you talking about cereal bulls? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just pictured all these cereal bowls coming at me. That's just silly, Virginia. I feel like I can can (laughs) defend myself pretty well against cereal bowls. She didn't get our serious games here. Uh, I think the little ones would be more frightening. A thousand ant-sized bowls coming at you? Yes, they can go into little nooks, and you know what nooks I'm talking about. You're talking about fire ants, though. What would be worse? Because those fire ants bites with venom, man. That's rough. If you had one, lar- hurts. If you had one large fire ant, I feel I could destroy that quicker than the mini bull ants. Yeah? Yeah. Shot to the heart. And you're, and to, you're blame. to blame. You give love a bad name. Get, get the heart of that ant and you're good. The, the little, little bulls. Could you imagine a fire ant, though, the size of a bull? It's horrifying. But could you imagine... A thousand mini bulls crawling up your leg? I think a fire ant is more dangerous than a tiny... If you shrunk a bull down to that size, I think what's more intimidating is the ant over the bull. Get, Bulls got horns, but eh, they're so tiny. Oh, so you want divot, divots on your nards? Huh? You want divots on your nards? How do you know he doesn't already have them? Right. <laughs> Bulls would be... They would attack the private area and do <laughs> wreak havoc. I didn't know they that this only creature zone in on your junk. And ants don't. I don't know, man. I just I feel like that's what the bulls are gonna do. I, I gave my answer <laughs> <laughs> because of this belief that a bull goes for your private area more than an ant would. Yeah, I just I, I'm sticking to my guns on this one. <laughs> what do you think, Virginia? What would you rather uh, attack? I don't know. I mean, I think you would have. A hard time with the bull-sized ant because he's big. The little ones I could step on, right? Yeah, I, I would think so too. I, I think that's it. I, I mean, think a few it, might bite me, yes, but I've had yeah. red ant bites before. They suck for like a week. Okay, but- if you're cool with going to bed at night, knowing bulls are gonna be crawling up your leg, hey. hey well, I don't dreams. have these nards you speak of to get the divots in, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Divots. <laughs> They're with their horns and their hooves. They'd be wreaking havoc. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> that went through us for a loop, Kev. We're going to be reeling it's, about it's that one later. It's an interesting debate, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll see what the people have to say. Uh, would you rather fight 1,000 ant-sized bulls or one bull-sized ant? Look, you ask weird questions, you're going to get weird answers. Oh, I know. Okay. Okay, how about this? Would you rather have a hamster-sized dog or a dog-sized hamster? A hamster-sized dog... So it's a tiny little dog, uh, uh, or would you have a really large hamster? I do not want a large hamster. Large hamster kind of freaks me out. Yeah, large hamster is pretty scary. Oh, a mini dog. Yeah, that, a little mini oh dog. Oh my gosh, that would crawl in my heart. Yeah, give me a mini dog. Okay. I want it. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. Hamburger hands. Oh, mini I, dog. I love him so much. I'm going to love him and pet him and squeeze him. That's why I try not to touch Lydia the lizard too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's for your own good, Lydia. Would you rather have spaghetti for hair or sweat mayonnaise? Oh, my God. You know my answer. Sweat mayonnaise? No, spaghetti for hair. Oh. <laughs> spaghetti hair would be amazing. I have long hair. It worked perfectly. Spaghetti hair would be cool. Can I have a lot of it, though? I mean, I want yeah. to have a you lot. Can. Now, Thick. are you able to dry up said sauce, or does, is it always wet? Is it always... Oh, I didn't say anything about sauce. It's just spaghetti. Oh. Sauce would be messy. Come on. Respect yeah. the game. <laughs> I think I am respecting the game a little too Yeah, much. I mean, if you want to add sauce, you can, but... You, oh. can add, you can add a little butter, maybe some olive oil. Don't go crazy. No okay. red sauce. It's going to get everywhere. Mm-hmm. Great question. Okay, and would you rather live forever with an eyelash in your eye or spinach in your teeth? Oh. <sighs> question. Yeah. Is it just more of a visible thing with the spinach or you feel discomfort? Well, if you've ever had spinach on your teeth, I don't know if you've ever had spinach, Shaybird, but it's this green, green leafy substance. He's never had no leafy greens. <laughs> I'm the opposite of Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> and they tricked him one time, and he had it in a smoothie, and he what? said, never I had, again. I what? Uh, I was always going to say, yeah, what are you talking about? I had bro- or the spinach, but I'm like, no, it's broccoli. I got, I got my greens confused. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this is a no-brainer. This is so easy. Give me spinach on my teeth all day long. An eyelash in your eyes debilitating to me. It is. I can't think of anything else. It just it takes me out of everything. I agree. You can't see. Your eyes watering. Now your mascara's everywhere. Yeah, I got to have the spinach tooth. Mm-hmm. And by the way, just to uh, answer the question, 66% of the KVJ TV chat room would rather fight 1,000 ant-sized bulls rather than one bull-sized ant. Wow. I guess they're not seeing the whole divot argument I I presented. (laughs) Maybe they don't have nards either. You're right. I don't think everybody believes that bulls go straight for your junk. I get it. It's an out-there theory. Yeah. (laughs) I've never encountered a bull, so I don't know where they aim. Yeah. I know. It's hard to tell. All right. Well, if you want to uh, jump into the KVJ TV chat room and be a part of our polls, just go to YouTube and look for the KVJ show. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, Bam Margera showed up at a restaurant yesterday at about 345 local time in Burbank, California. Drunk, they say. 
and Yikes. began yelling at his estranged wife, Nicole, and their five-year-old son, Phoenix, was there with her. Mm, uh, police had tough. to be called. Uh, despite authorities trying to defuse the situation, they say Bam wasn't hearing any of it, and he kept escalating it. And so the cops are like, look, I mean, we've got to just take him in. So they booked him for misdemeanor public intoxication. Um, it's just such a sad state because everybody's trying to help this guy. He was on top of the world back when he was with the Jackass crew, and he was just so fun and funny, and now it just feels like it's just so sad and ugly. Um, he's been battling addiction and unable to stay sober, and it looks like uh, Nicole wants nothing to do with him and will try to keep their five-year-old son, Phoenix, protected and away from his dad, which is just the most heartbreaking part of well, it. Well, it's unfortunate. I, I just don't think he can ever stay sober even when he's supposed to see the kid. I think that's when she finally even filed for legal separation was he was supposed to come see his five-year-old and she's looking at him she's like you're not sober and so she's you know it does bring into question you know if, if you're radically that hammered and they typically for a, a drunken disorderly like that you've got to be really annoying and really drunk for right. them to charge you they always just try to get you out and get you home i don't know many cops that try to arrest you as the first option yeah. how's our girl over here the witch never gotten a drunken disorderly <laughs> i'm protected I mean, how? That is a great question. panda swoops in and you gotta yeah. go it's time for you to go he gets on your broom and swoops in and grabs you <laughs> you've swooped in a few times i have i, I yeah i got i get sober real quick man i gotta get my girl out of here yeah <laughs> And I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Renner is really doing his first interview talking about that snowplow incident that almost took his life. If you want to check it out, it's called Jeremy Renner, the Diane Sawyer interview. You got just a taste of it if you want an appetizer. I do. I want it. Okay. Do you remember the pain? Oh, all of it. Yeah, I was awake through every moment. I just perfectly see him in a pool of blood coming from his head. When I ran up to him, you know, I didn't think he was alive. I'd do it again. You'd do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. Because it's going right at my nephew. The snowplow was headed right towards his nephew. Mm -hmm. And that's why he tried to get back in it and stop it. And unfortunately, you know, he stepped on the part of it that was still snow plowing, and but that's what crunched him under it. He saved his nephew, though? That's what he says. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was coming for his nephew. He wanted to protect his nephew, and he didn't care. He'd do it again. I mean, people get injured all the time without saving someone's life. He got injured. At least he saved someone's life. That's, that's, that's a pretty awesome thing. Yeah, no doubt. And it's going to be a tough recovery, but I think he's going to be able to come back and act again, live again. He says, I lost a a lot of flesh and bone, but I've been refueled and refilled with love and titanium. Like they fixed all those broken bones. There's like metal rods in it. Oh, he'll be able to have any role he wants if he wants. <laughs> if he wants to continue, he's, he's a real life superhero. Yeah, he's and, not acting. And the thing you didn't get from that too, he looks fantastic. They had talked about how at one point he was going to lose his leg. And he's sitting there in shorts in that uh, interview, and he looks absolutely fantastic. You wouldn't even know that he had gone through anything at all. Yeah, he's they, they have on the treadmill. He's doing the walking. I've se I've seen him walk and all that. Oh, the comeback story is going to be huge. It's if he wants pretty it. unreal. Amazing yeah. when he walks the red carpet. Not a dry eye in the house. That's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm.
And finally here, Emily Ratajkowski. We all know who she is. Super Mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. She's got a kid with this guy named Sebastian. So she and Sebastian were married, but they are estranged. They're going through a divorce right now. There's some details coming out about this Sebastian guy. He is being accused of some pretty horrific things. Apparently reaching out to 17 and 15 year olds on Instagram, inviting them to the set of the movies that she was in, like Uncut Gems. Oh, he was on the set of Uncut Gems because she was there. But he was promising these women that they would get to meet Robert Pattinson so they would show up and then he would like get involved in sexual liaisons with these underage girls. Like like, whoa, the details of what he's being accused of are pretty horrific stuff. I'm sure Emily Ratajkowski's like, really? Hmm. He was doing that on the sets of my movies? And that's what's going on in your dirt. Bunch of celebrity birthdays today. Nora Jones is 44 years old. I loved her when she first came out. Remember that song, Don't Know Why? Oh, it's an amazing song. It's such a good song. Yeah. I would recommend driving to it because you may not off. It is a, it's just one of those ones where it's Sunday morning, you want to get out of bed, and that's playing. It's in my chill playlist. (laughs) It's very chill. Very Very chill. chill. Mark Consuelos, he's going to be joining his wife on the Live with Kelly and Mark, I guess, is going to be now. He's turning 52 years old today. He's the new Regis. Yeah, he is. They were like, screw it. Let's just keep the money in the family. Yep, that's it. (laughs) Celine Dion is 55 years old today. Pierce Morgan turns 58. Ian Ziering, guy from the Sharknado movies, he is 59 today. Would he rather be the guy from the Sharknado movies or the guy from 90210 Beverly Hills? I'd be curious to see what made him more money. That's a great question. It can't be Sharknado, right? Dude, they made like six of those, didn't they? (laughs) Does that mean they made money? Don't know. It's a good question. Tracy Chapman did a song called Fast Car, and she's 59 today. Oh, I love that song. It's a great song. It really is. Uh, you got MC Hammer turning 61 today. Wow. All the big musical acts from oh, our childhood. Right. <laughs> Eric Clapton is 78 today, and Warren Beatty is 86. He used to date Madonna back in the day. He was a silver fox and a slayer of hotties. Yes, he liked his the dating resume was unbelievable. Yeah. He's in a goofy movie called Bullworth. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen, I've it. seen that. It I've is heard of goofy, it. but I love it. He's I love a, that movie. He's, he's the president. He's running for yeah. president, and he ends up starts rapping. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is that's weird. Right. Yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> Also, we got a uh, happy birthday shout out to uh, our own celebrity, Engineer Keith, having a birthday today. Whoop, whoop, Engineer Keith. Uh, We have got uh, another birthday here, eighth birthday going out to Evan from Mommy, Daddy, and little sister Mabel. Got a surprise for you. We are not going to school today. You are going to Disney World. What, what? the heck? We're going to Disney. Woohoo! Isn't that the best switcheroo ever? Oh wow. my gosh. This is I'd a lose gr- my marbles. It's a great day. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I hope that uh, Evan is flipping out in the car right now because that's super cool. Oh. What a cool move. You Yay. have your kid listening to the announcement on the radio. Yeah. 100%. You're going to Disney. That's amazing. Smart play. Smart play. <laughs> that's fun. Also, happy birthday to Austin from Dad, Mom, Skylar, Peyton, Zeus, and Apollo. And there they are at uh, the South Florida Fair. Aww, that's, that's a great picture. That's the ride I got stuck on. 
Right Ferris at, wheel. I was on that Ferris wheel for about 45 minutes. Oh, wait, there you are. <laughs> on a first, Crying. On a first date with somebody. It was awful. <laughs> Terrible for shit. Also, happy 8th birthday to our flag football-loving daughter, Mia, and her grandpa, Mommy, Daddy, and Ava say happy birthday. Let's go Breakthrough Athletic League. Okay. All right. Flag football-playing girl. We like it. Yeah, that's that's cool. My son's got a girl that plays on his flag football team. Like, it's absolutely awesome. I played it back in the day. It is so much fun. Yeah, in Wellington, they've got uh, flag football girls' teams, and they are really good. I yeah, love it. Yeah, in fact, it. there's a lot of really good female flag football teams at high schools in South Florida. Awesome. Yeah, doing good stuff. Love to see it. Happy seventh birthday to Ryder. He listens every day. And for the first few years, he thought the name of our show was the KV Gay Show. <laughs> We do Pride Fest every year, so you know. I guess you know for that day we should change it. But uh, <laughs> for how many years? I, 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 uh, for four years, a few years. So you got Kevin, Virginia. I guess you would be the gay part. <laughs> uh, mommy, Daddy, and Parker sent that in. Oh, we love you. Got a birthday? Want to get a shout out? You can let us know. Mail at kvjshow.com. M A I L at kvjshow.com. Well, big question here that you may have to ask one day. How long do you want to live? Interesting things they're doing with human lifespans. I'll tell you about coming up next. The KVJ Show. How long do you want to live, Virginia? Now you got a grandma that is really kicking up there, and if yeah. genetics might play into you, you might uh, be around for quite a while. She just turned 99, mm-hmm. and she is still sharp as a tack. How does she feel about life? Is she fully enjoying it? Is she glad that she's on planet Earth still? She is. Okay. The only thing that she's sad about is her eyes. She can't see that good. Her eyes went, and so... It's tough. She's fallen a few times, and then that sucks, too. But her uh, if her eyes were great, old girl would probably be here till 120. It, it, is she adjusting with her eyes, do you think, in a, in a peaceful way, or is she legit really struggling? And I'm talking more on a psychological standpoint. I think it's it's a struggle yeah. because she was very independent. I mean, she was Miss Independent, the OG. She was the original Kelly Clarkson? Yes. Okay. And when you can't see, you have to depend on everybody else. I just hope that she can find activities that she still gets fulfillment out of to where she doesn't have to necessarily use her eyesight like she used to. Does she? Yeah, okay. she does. She lives in a senior center. They keep them active. They do all kinds of fun stuff and they go places and do things, but... It's tough. It's tough. I know it's hard for her because she can't travel and she used to love all that. There's a gazillion different variables that you need answers to to be able to answer this question on how long do you want to live? Because you may, even in your lifetime, be able to answer this question. They say that right now the human lifespan can go up to 122 years, and they know that because one person's already done it. Meaning you can go up to 122 years, and it's possible to live a pretty darn good life all 122 years. The oldest person was 122 when they died, and I don't know all their conditions and what their eyesight was like and all those other variables. Sure. That is the oldest human to live went to 122. So they say that 122 isn't where we tap out here at humanity. Right now, just by observing our cells and our DNA, they said humans could go easily to 150. So they could get that with advancements in medicine and nutrition and cleaner water and better sanitation and all these kind of things that prolong life. 
150 is not out of the realm of our generation. Think about how many more no-name movie games we would play <laughs> if oh we my found gosh. out we could go to 150. And I would never be able to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. I'd be 140 playing the no-name movie game. They will come for you, Kevin. Don't you try to cancel. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they've gone back more than three centuries across 19 different countries to come up with this. And they said with genetic manipulation, calorie restriction, and new medicines, they could go even longer than 150. They're talking 200. Some are saying as much as 300. So the question becomes, how long would you want to live? And again, it's saying that, all right, think of how you feel today, where you can see pretty well and you can move around. and Because that's got to be the thing. If I get to the point where I can't see, I can't hear, everything hurts, and I'm just here, yes, and yeah. I'm just breathing, I've got no desire for that. But if I feel pretty much the way that I do now, gosh, would I want to live forever? I I always think about that story you talk about your grandma, yeah. Grandma Buell. She, she yeah. said, said, Kevin, I, I, I'm ready to go. Did she say that because she was in pain? Or did she say that just because she, she had her fill of earth and was ready to move on? I think she was just ready to move on. And that's what changes it a lot when you ask this question. Like I said, there's so many variables. The one is about how you feel and the quality that your body is still giving you to be able to have quality time in your life if if you can't do anything that's not quality time i don't want that but if i'm going out and i can still do quality things i want that and the other thing i want is i want other people that i know now and i've grown to love with me as well i think for my grandmother the reason why she was that way her dad had passed or her her family and her husband was gone and had been for quite some time and she was removed from you know her son she had only one son and my dad lived an hour or so away and didn't get to see him all the time and she didn't want to leave the home where she had been so she was in that weird world of i don't want to leave here but i'm not really close to anybody loneliness can be a very ugly monster yeah sister brother-in-law all those kind of people were gone and that was just her so i think that led to her saying i'm just i'm ready to go yeah she's I... ready to join everybody else so but if you had your loved ones still with you here for me it would be my wife and kids Oh, and dang, not, not Bird in Virginia? <laughs> dang! <laughs> Family first. I'm just kidding. Because I know if you guys are here, I still got to do a show. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're oh yeah, we got bills. <laughs> yeah. So, would I go to 150? Absolutely. I'm at 150. So, if I'm the auctioneer driving it up, would you go to 200? Absolutely. If I could keep my health, uh, give me... Give me seven hundred. I like being on this rock. I it would never end. Here. You would go immortality if it was just every day like today. Now, the big question for people of faith who believe in a heaven and another side, and they may have loved ones that they believe is waiting for them on the other side, and a better world awaits you after you die, you would be prolonging paradise. So I would think a person of faith would say, just let me ride out my usual 80, do what I can here on this earth, and then get me to the other side. Well, you could argue, too, just because you are able to live that long on a health uh, standpoint doesn't mean you still can't get hit by a truck or get yeah. murdered. You can yeah. still go oh, absolutely. Those variables will still take you out. This yeah. is just the possibility. And I think the longer you're here on Earth, those chances probably increase of you yeah. getting. Imagine walking into a doctor, and this could be possible within the next 20 years. And they say, okay, of course, barring the hit by a bus or something like that happening. We can manipulate your DNA and cells to keep them going as long as you want them. What do you want me to set them at? 
And they're asking you right now, Virginia, at what time do you want your cells to give up and then take you to wherever the great beyond might be? Let's go for... I'm gonna do a buck seventy-five. Okay. One seventy-five. One seventy-five for you. Let's I like go it. there. Bert, are you going immortality? That scares me a little bit, and I think that's a human concept because we have to have a beginning, middle, and end. Now and, you're a vampire. And then the the idea of no ending and me being just on this rock is scary. So I'm gonna set myself at nine thousand years. <laughs> nine thousand years. Yes. Now you're gonna have to go through whatever changes will happen in nine thousand years. And if you track humanity, you go back ten thousand. We're at an ice age. And so the Earth looked a lot different. Where's the Earth going now with how temperatures are rising? What kind of world? You sign up for that, man. you got to live it out or take yourself out of the game. I know. If you sign up for that and this world goes to heck. If you gave me the, the guarantee I would be healthy for 9,000 years, I would sign that deal. You take it and you just ride out whatever happens to planet Earth. Oh, my gosh. There's so much to do and, and, and so much time now. Okay. Virginia goes at 175, you go at 9,000. Believe it or not, 9,000 years would go quicker than you think. And I know that sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. <laughs> It'd go quicker than <laughs> you think. I just wonder if, if there, that'd be the one thing they would find out. Even though science and medicine could keep the body going, where would your mental health be? Would you maintain that? Or is there a point where when you start dabbling with medicine like this, they haven't considered at the age of 200, the brain starts going haywire and it just blows your mind that you well, just can't. You didn't tell me that was a part of the deal. I thought, oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Your mind is going to be blown. This yet. Well, they well, don't for, know this yet because for, no one's done 9,000 years. Well, for 8,500 years, I'm going to be a madman. Just, <laughs> yes. You could, oh. just, you could just be screaming at the sky nonstop. Take me out of here. In a straight jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I changed my deal. I, I want to. Give me uh, give me 900 years. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to think about. So it's becoming a question because uh, science is saying, all right, how long you want to be around, man? We got you. But we all definitely agree we do go longer than the average 85, 90 years. You're going 175. We're taking that I'm deal. easily going to 100, and I probably would go even further. I, I'd say right now, with confidence, give me 250, and I'll see what the earth looks like. I love it. 250 is probably about where I'm like. And then, you know, I get the faith thing, man. I got to see about the great beyond. I got some people on the other side. And then, hey, if it's not meant to be and it just ends, it ends. I believe I believe in there's there's something, too. Yeah. But uh, I can wait for 9,000 years. Go rock this rock. Go rock this rock. I don't know. I'd go pretty hard. I'm going to be tired at 175. Yeah, 9,000 years is not the right It's answer. a long time. <laughs> it's not the right answer. And imagine if you could see your mom and Aunt Anne. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I hear you. And you could get there super fast. You'd be, it'd be another 9,000 years where you got to see your mom again they would be so mad that i picked nine thousand. Uh, 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 can't yeah. believe it yeah he picked nine thousand. <laughs> we're up here and, and everything's buffets i'm waiting and wants, and i'm waiting what's he missing he's got a big dummy he's got no more eight thousand more years it's paradise but yet there's still italian guilt yes <laughs> they'd be so mad when you got there coming up in a couple of minutes we got some mad mama drama one mad mama drama email says yeah, what do you do when mothers teach your kid anatomy their way? Oh, Ooh, boy. That sounds like a sticky thing to step into. We'll hear all about it coming up next. The KVJ Show. All right. If you are a mama and you got some drama, you can send us an email and we'll try to help you through it. Mail at kvjshow.com. 
Got an email here. It says, so the other day I go to pick up my six-year-old from school. And when he got in the car, I asked him what he'd learned at school today. And he said, I learned that boys have twigs and berries. What do girls have, mommy? Almost drove off the road. And when I asked him where he learned that, he said it was from his friend. This friend, by the way, we call Damien because he's such a terror. (laughs) He said that his mom told him that that's what made boys different than girls. Now, I was furious, and I called Damien's mom, and she told me to get with the times. These kids know things much more than we did at a much younger age, and I was depriving my kid of this knowledge and sheltering him. So when my son asked what makes girls and boys different, I wasn't going to ignore him, but now I've got a six-year-old that introduces himself to people as, Hi, I'm Chase, and I have a twig and berries. (laughs) What is a mom to do, and how do I handle this? Well, we just teach him that we don't lead with our anatomy when introducing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I, but I remember I was a little kid and I was at uh, Kelsey Park, out in Lake Park, and there was this guy who played tennis there. He was just sitting down on the bench one day. He just looked at me and goes, you know what? The boys have the pointers and the girls have the sitters. And I told my mom that, and she's like, why is this man telling you about pointers and sitters and all yeah. this stuff? And, uh, you know, when you go out in the world, people are going to people are gonna say some weird things to you. They are. That's, that's the nature of how it's going to be. And it's another kid talking to a kid. It's not like a parent taught that to your kid. Yeah, it wasn't some weird tennis guy. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a weird <laughs> tennis guy sitting on a bench with his twig and berries probably slightly exposed. Uh, I, this is this is going to happen. Kids talk to mm-hmm. kids. Don't blow this up and make this a bigger deal than it is. My question is, though, and I'm, I'm sure we've all probably been there as parents, and you've had that kid that you knew was a bad influence on your child and was always putting things in your kid's head. As a mother, what do you do about that kind of stuff, and how do you put a fence or a barrier up around your child to a classmate that is just filling their head with a bunch of stuff you don't want them to know? Is there anything a mom can do in that situation? I remember as a kid growing up, my mom really tried to shelter me. She wanted to keep me from all these secular things that were going on in the world. And that was her continual struggle all the way up through my teenage years. Good luck. I think she still tried in your 40s. No, absolutely. She always did. And it it was always one of her biggest frustrations. And it'd be interesting to ask her about that now. What do you do? Is there anything you learned through those years of struggle, she had a list of my friends that she just, they were on the bad list. Dang, she had an actual list? She, well, it was in her <laughs> head and I knew what it was. I could have told you. And it really was everybody I liked and hung out with. My mom was to the point, I remember, even all the way in seventh grade and things like that, she would actually, the kids she wanted me to hang out with, she would go and arrange with their parents. I would come home and there'd be a random kid in my room. Play date. Waiting to play and hang (laughs) out. And I was like, and it was always like the biggest nerds, the kids that were just boring (laughs) and had nothing going on. The kids that had no ciggies. Yes. (laughs) And that was what my mom tried to do to steer me in the right direction and keep me away from the kids that she didn't want me around. But even with all that, I mean, I remember being in fourth grade. There was these two kids, Jonathan and Jason S. And they were way more advanced than everybody. They sat at our lunch table. I couldn't control who I really sat with. We had a sign seating there. They taught me the most graphic poem that I cannot say on the air. We will talk about it on the After the Show podcast. I can't wait to hear that. But there wasn't anything my mom or dad or a teacher could have done because I was going to hear that poem regardless. 
regardless. Yeah. They were gonna they were gonna tell me about this stuff mm-hmm. no matter what. I see Paris, I see France. That was a big one back in my day. That is G rated <laughs> compared to what Jonathan these guys were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of uh, parents are texting in. They're saying, yeah, don't uh, make a big deal about this part with the twig and berries. It just emphasizes it, and then kids will focus in on it more. It'll be something that'll pass. I think the bigger question is, what do you do if you know that there is a Damien in your kid's universe? (laughs) That every day it's something new that Damien is planted in my kid's head. What is a parent to do other than, I guess, just take it? And Whoa. try to deal with every new situation that Damien has put into your kid's head. You can't control what happens at school because you're not there. But you can control what happens at your house or after school and weekends. Like, you guys don't hang out with Damien, obviously. You mm-hmm. don't invite him over. You don't do anything with him. But you can only control what you can control. You can't drive yourself crazy about Damien teaching him about twigs and berries. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably just part of life. When you go out there, you are going to get bombarded with stuff. And as a parent, I would just say, I think the best thing that you can do is to prepare your child that when they step into these moments and they hear and see these kind of things, that they know how to respond to them and they know what to say, what not to say and how to act. To me, that's really the only instruction that a parent can give their kid. And at six, it's okay to talk about anatomy. It's okay to talk about, you know, boys have penises, girls have vaginas. They Mm -hmm. are different down there. You know, we're not going to really be uh, delving into a a lot more than just that. But you do. You have twig and berries or penis and testicles. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what you have. And girls have something different. When you go out in the world, it's a little bit different than the house. You might go to a baseball game. You might hear adults swear that's that's what happens when you go out into the world there's gonna be some things your kids are gonna hear that you personally don't like yeah them's the breaks did you have a damien in your life or were you the damien <laughs> we had a damien in our life what was can you say the damien's what was the name it's a great name i'll only give you the first name billy because i don't know if he, <laughs> I, he might still be he might still be local and my mom had to babysit him at times yeah. and then my oldest sister had to babysit him time, at, at times he was also in my grade so we were friends at first and was just a maniac yeah maniac but he got <laughs> grandfathered in somehow yeah, right to where damien aka billy yeah. was always around and <laughs> got to a point where my mom had to break everything off not only with him but his mother, who she was friends with. Wow. I've said too much. I think they're so local. Yeah. <laughs> you had a Billy. Mine was Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> Donnie, yeah. Donnie's such a just a just, name. Yeah, so if your kid has an E at the end, know that your kid is that bad kid. Yes. Billy and Donnie. We had, in my neighborhood, they were sisters. There was three of them. Donnie. Tammy and Lizzie. Yes. <laughs> There's three of them. They were sisters. And they were all up to no good. Their mom was yep. a little uh, intimidating and squirrely. Uh, where, and the, the, where are they at now? Great question. They lived one street over and one block down. That's not the one that died, is it? The, no. Hit by the car? That was a different girl. She didn't have uh, any siblings that were like this three sisters thing. That was a different boy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she was a bully. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, if you got any uh, Mad Mama drama going on, you'd like a little bit of advice or perspective, you can send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. 
Morning's the KVJ Show. How good are you at reading lips? This is what we test out every week here on the KVJ Show in a round of Read My Lips. You got three rounds, 10 seconds each to try to read your partner's lips. It is a grudge match. Myself and Virginia, we team up to take on Jaybird and Denny's. I think we got a little streak going on, me and old sweet Denny's. I think we won two weeks in a row. Yeah, Virginia and I were crushing you guys for the longest time, and you guys are taking the momentum back. Damn it. We got to stop this thing. They've been practicing. We do. We practice all KVJ games. (laughs) That's it, Virginia. We got to start getting together then. We take it seriously. The wins are important in this this universe. (laughs) How are we going to explain to our kids, sorry kids, no dinner tonight. Kevin and I have to meet up and play lip reading. We got yes. <laughs> we, need, would, we need to practice. I would respect that so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All for it. Okay, so I will put uh, on my earplugs here so that I cannot hear what Virginia is saying. I think Kevin just got a haircut. Haircut looks good. Thank like you. Real yes. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like I couldn't see you. I was sitting down low. Now I'm looking. Hair looks on point. Oh, yeah. Rachel's a wizard. There at the hair club. She does well. All right. Okay, I'll fire it up here. Ready, Freddy. Okay, I can't hear anything. You guys have been... Oh, what? God. Oh, so my gosh. Denny's. You trying to break Kevin? Well, it comes in hot. I thought a, I thought a pterodactyl just attacked Startle Kevin. me. Oh <laughs> you jumped out of your seat. All right, let's do this, Virginia. All right, round one. Ten seconds on the clock. Our time begins now. Twigs and berries. Teresa Berry of Twigs oh my gosh. and berries. 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 Twigs and berries. Got yes. It, got it. Got it. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. how you do it. Okay. All right. That good hair serves you well. It's a strong start. Strong start. <laughs> okay. Round two. Ten seconds on the clock. Right. Come on. All right, our time begins now. Flipping, fill, flipping fill my bag the bird. Up. Fill the pole. Bird. Fill my pole. Flipping. Filipino. Flipping. Burgers. The bird. The pole. Uh, the pony. The Flip bur- the pony. Oh, close. <laughs> flipping the bird. Oh, man. F- f- flipping the flipping pony the was pony. close, though. <laughs> Filipino pony was also How do you nice. Flip a pony. Thought I heard a Filipino in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> flipping a Filipino pony. <laughs> All right, that that would good. be a hard one. Yeah, that was tough. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Uh, one more round, 10 seconds. Read my lips. All right, on your mark, get set, and go. Florida man. Florida bag. Florida man. Florida band. Man. Florida man. Florida man, Florida man series. Stinks. Series. Florida man secretes gas. Series. Secretes. Oh. Florida man series. Oh. We talked about the Florida man series. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it's a show, not a series. I don't know. Okay. That's tough. Denny's. Okay. I'm Denny. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Becky. Yeah, I with got the, the Florida man, yeah. Me and Becky with the good hair didn't do so great. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, we got that. We started off strong. We did. Denny's, I want it bad, dog. We need it bad. What? <laughs> we need it bad, bird. Okay. All right, three rounds. Got to be a score of one. Jaybird is going to try to read Denny's lips here. All right, fire it up and let's get this thing going. Holy crud balls. Yeah, I told you it's startling, <laughs> isn't it? Yep, comes in hot. All right, here we go. Ten seconds. It begins now. Ketchup and syrup. Chukumacabra. Ketchup. Napola. And syrup. So, so can. Ketchup and syrup. Chupala. Chup. 
What? <laughs> Ketchup and syrup. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chupacabra. I'm going to be wider on the mouth. Go wider on the mouth and maybe uh, lick your lips a little All bit. Right. Don't tell him how to live his life. But uh, go... Stop breathing on me. I, I know she's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel heat and wetness. I, I feel weak critiques. Yeah. <laughs> so many critiques. <laughs> so like the many. hint of Kahlua. Yeah. All right, baby. I'll try to be better. I was the problem. I was the problem. It's you? Hey, me. It's you. It's problem. It's me. All right. Okay. <laughs> Great rendition. Whatever she says. Yeah. I'm getting the lips real wet. Okay. All right. Here we go. Round two. Ten seconds on the clock. Your time begins now. Hink. Eat. Pink meat champion. Eat meat chippy. Pink eat meat chippy. Pink. Eat my chippy. Eat, eat, eat meat chippy. Eat my eat my shorts. Oh. No. Eat meat chippy. Eat, eat meat chippy. <laughs> it threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. Pink pink chippy. Like, eat meat chippy. Eat meat chippy. Cause we, we always talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Eat meat chippy. It's good for you. <laughs> I don't feel so good, dog. No. We gotta get one, though. Okay. We gotta get one. You do though. not get this. You oh. get an L, big dog. Oh. Okay. Miss Final it. round of Read Miss My it. Lips begins now. All the. All. Vodka. All. All cottage. All the vodka. All the. All the vodka pizza. Oh, oh, we got the all the oh. vodka pizza. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh, Got to tie this week. Did you guys just bump twigs and berries? They did. By yeah. That was weird it's, to watch. We call that a happy accident. They went right into each other. What was that? I don't, we got, that I, was the worst chest bump I've ever seen. I was going to hug them. I think. You just bumped crotches. <laughs> <laughs> Eat me, I Chippy. noticed that. Their chests were far apart, but they touched dolls. <laughs> like, oh what is this new celebration <laughs> you guys going have? going for the hug. Could I change my mind <laughs> mid through? I was leaning back too far. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> Well, I think we need to make that Suits. into a meme. Suits, please tell me you yeah. got that on video. Yeah, we need to, we need to separate that into a gym. That is, that's the weirdest dude greeting. And, and he's wearing a pink robe. I dare you to go out in the wild and try that on our coworkers. Eat meat, Chippy. Eat meat, Chippy. Come here. KVJ. Who wants to laugh their ass off? Ooh, I know I do. Ha, 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 ha. He wrote some funny punchlines just for me and you. It's Danny's Joke Jury. Who's ready to laugh? Comedy time. Danny's got some jokes for us. We are the jury to let him know what's hitting and what is missing. What do you got for us today, Danny's? Joke one. How does Poseidon copy a file on his laptop? How does Poseidon copy a file on his laptop? <laughs> <laughs> Presses control C. Oh, oh. It controls the C. Okay, control C. Okay. Second joke. What kind of weapons do horses use in warfare? I don't know. What kind of weapons do they use? Nay palm. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. You got them cracking up. They loved it. Uh, third joke. Why shouldn't you cheat on a female baker? I don't know. Why shouldn't you cheat on a female baker? Because hell hath no fury like a woman sconed. <laughs> <laughs> Scone comedy. Scone. We were talking scones yeah, we a week ago. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> Fourth joke. Uh, what did the janitor do when the boxer challenged him to a fight? I don't know. What did the janitor do? He wiped the floor with him. Oh, oh yeah. Look at you. 
Look at you, a little boxing comedy there. Yeah, got some like, thinkers in there. Yeah, he does. I like the ring, you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Final joke for you guys. <laughs> the ring. ring. <laughs> <laughs> Final joke. Uh, uh, why did they add braille to panties? I don't know. Why did they add braille to panties? To help with reading lips. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, horses like that one too, apparently. My KVJ show. It's the KVJ dirt of the day. It's the KVJ dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Cause you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, taking a look at your dirt, um, the Honey Boo Boo family is reeling uh, after the announcement that Chickadee, her sister, Wait, her chick- bo- they're having drama? Yes. <laughs> Chickadee has cancer. She's only 28, and she was diagnosed with stage four adrenal carcinoma and has been going through all kinds of chemo and tests, and they discovered that the cancer had spread to her liver, her kidney, and her lung. Oh my goodness. She was one of the sisters that actually had it together. Oh, like, really? Chickadee had it together and wasn't as much of a mess as like Mama June. And um, Chickadee has like a family and kids, and so the whole family, they say, is pulling together to help watch her kids and help her through the chemo. And Jeez. doctors are hoping that she will pull through her family is very hopeful but that's scary stuff stage four adrenal carcinoma mm-hmm. whoa that does sound she's bad. only 28 yeah it's it's amazing yeah i mean you know cancer can get anybody any age sucks man it sucks yeah. sucks sucks for her uh, this will be an awesome show. So every year in New Orleans, they do a show called Essence Festival. And this year, the headliners are going to be Megan Thee Stallion and Lauren Hill. And, you know, Megan, of course, is going to bring the house down. Lauren Hill is going to be celebrating 25 years since the release of The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Love that album. It's amazing. It really is a great album. It When she got nominated, I think she got nominated for like 10 Grammys back in the day for that album and won five of them. Like, 20 million copies have been sold of that album, making it like the best female rap album and like all these records to mark 25 years since the release of The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. She's going to be performing the Essence Festival and doing her whole album live. That is going to be an incredible performance. Wow. I hope they video that. I want to see that. There's a song on that album that is so it's, I think we I think it's called Tell Him. Tell Him is on there. That is such a jam. Can't take my eyes off of you. Tell Him is a kind of a slower song, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a really great song. The whole out al- it just reminded me when I saw that story. I need to go back and track through the miseducation of Lauren Hill and listen to that again because I just think, and, and share it with the youth, because I don't think people know, our our generation doesn't know what Lauren Hill did. I'm serious, if you if y'all don't know this song, Tell Him by Lauren Hill, Google it, play it, see if you like it. I, I know no one's going to do it, but it's a great song. <laughs> it really is so good. There's not a lot of confidence in that. I'm sure somebody will do it. I, if just one person does it, I'll track, feel good. Track the whole album. You will not be disappointed. And uh, finally here, Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks announced they're going to be hosting the 58th Annual Academy of Country Music Awards. Oh, golly. That's going to be a big time show. Yeah, it will. 
It's going to be uh, May 11th, and it'll stream live on Amazon's Prime Video. Okay. And that's what's going on in your dirt. It's time for viral audio. So had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Ain't nobody got time for that. Apparently, O.J. Simpson is Team Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh, that's not who you want in your corner, I don't man. know, yeah. <laughs> Can, uh, Gwyneth's probably like, O.J., shut up. Well, Shut up. Apparently, O.J. took his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, to Park City, Utah, years ago before he murdered her. And... <laughs> Uh, he can see exactly, you know, why and how you could have a collision on that course. On one of the news channels, they were talking about Gwyneth Pato and her lawsuit. Wait, what is it? <laughs> hey, hold on. He sounds like me saying celebrity names. <laughs> who, who are you talking to, OJ? On one of the news channels, they were talking about Gwyneth Pato and her. Pato. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Gwyneth Pato. <laughs> So he's doing a, a vlog about her, but doesn't have her name. Oh, OJ. Gwyneth Petro. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, OJ, please. You've already given us so much. What else you got? From the skiing accident, I guess she had uh, at Deer Valley. And I was thinking about my experience at, uh, at Deer Valley. I wanted to kill my wife, and I thought, this is a perfect place to do it. I want to ski right into her. I can just ski her right off a cliff. Yeah, he, really, he just comes off so <laughs> off. <laughs> this will be so easy. I had started skiing with a number of downhill racers, so I was totally into speed. This lady is kind of turning from my left, and we crash. And I killed her. <laughs> She's not with us anymore. She's in heaven. She crashed into me, so I killed her. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for him to say. <laughs> Gwyneth Patro <laughs> was just over there as I was doing it. <laughs> and we both go down, and uh, we kind of looked at each other. Are you all right? And she said, yeah, I'm all right. She asked me if I was all right. And we were pretty congenial. So she leaves and, and we take off again. I could see this person on my right making this big sweeping turn. And I said, oh, there's no way this person is going to come in front of me. I'll have to kill two people. <laughs> I can't have a witness. I'm, I'm killing everybody up here. The slopes were red that day. <laughs> but and bam, it. we hit again. Oh. Turns out it's the same girl. <laughs> And uh, we weren't as congenial this time. And I don't know how you can determine whose fault it was. I crashed with the same woman twice on one run. And if you ask me, it was her fault. And I'm sure if you asked her, it was my fault. Well, God rest her soul. Oh, man. What a clip. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jennifer Aniston has been doing the rounds. Uh, she has got uh, some projects coming out, one of them with uh, Adam Sandler, and apparently she got on to him, like a lot of people do, for what he was wearing. Hey! What the hell you are you doing? I'm not standing next to him. What? You said it. You, call, you texted me. I did Please it. wear your sweatshirt. I said, please don't wear your sweatshirt. You said don't. Oh. Miscommunication. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she apparently doesn't like his dad clothes. Is that their act? I think it's their act. You can't hate on the Sandman. Yeah. And you can't hate on Jennifer Aniston. They, she looks amazing. Yeah, she does. I don't she know does. what she's done. She's done a little something, but it looks great. Well, they were on with uh, Drew Barrymore the other day, and they're talking about because, you know, they played Adam Sandler's love interest now in several different movies and projects. And so they were thinking about doing a project together, maybe recreating Three's Company, the oh, old 70s With Drew Barrymore as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Throw I, Drew Barrymore into the mix. I don't know about that show. I've, I've, I've watched yeah. quite a bit of it. Okay. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a, She does this thing. And I don't know if it's her signature thing. She does it with all the celebrities, but she'll get excited. And as she's talking, they'll, they'll be having a moment. She gets on the ground. On her knees. And then she crawls over to the celebrity and like looks at them. Why are you grabbing me? Well, I'm so, sorry. I didn't mean to grab, I meant to grab you. He's really into role playing here. Good Lord. Sorry. Yeah. Do you, you guys want to touch dongs? I just me too. Easy, Chippy. I just me too, Virginia. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But that's what Drew Barry, she crawls on the ground and gets by their leg. Yeah. Kevin, this is why you're so special to me. She thanks them like so much. Her show's really cringy. Like it's, it gets yeah, cringy. It gets yeah. cringy. Come on. I've noticed that. Get Come off on. the ground. Come on, get off the ground. <laughs> what are you doing? Jennifer Aniston was on the red carpet for Murder Mystery 2, the project they're doing together for Netflix. And while she was on there, she did talk about Friends. Apparently, there's a whole generation of younger kids who are just going through and ripping apart Friends about how (laughs) toxic it is and how it is just offensive. (laughs) And she was asked about that. She said, yeah, we probably should have thought some things through, but I don't think there was a sensitivity then like there is now. And she is definitely right about that. That is true. We just mm-hmm. didn't think the same that we do now. Yeah. And there's uh, one interesting thing that uh, Lil Wayne had to say. We talk about this a lot because we'll pull up the net worth of a celebrity. Here's what he had to say about when you Google somebody's net worth online. Honestly, then I'm going to let everybody know. So when you go check network and be saying some crazy numbers, I don't have a cent close to that, but I guess they be meaning that's what I'm worth. So I be always calling my agent like, I'm telling you, bro, I'm going to fire you because I don't need you. Or Google let me know what I, you know what I mean? So you say they're saying he has more? Yes. Mm. Huh, that's depressing. Yeah. But I think it's like your like your net worth is not the same as what you have in the bank. Sure, yeah. So if he owns homes and properties and stuff like that, I think they lump all that together and say, you're worth this. And he's looking at his bank account going, I don't have that. And how can you really truly know what someone's exactly. worth? Exactly. I, I think a lot of it's just an estimation by Forbes when they do it. And so that's a big part of it. Yeah, who, who would know? They're just take, trying to take a guess as far as like how much something might be worth but they could be way off. I think they said Corey Feldman's worth $2 million right now. Uh, and that feels like that's way high. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, I think that's high. It may even be lower than $2 million. And okay. by the way, there's a push for people trying to get him to play the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's, uh, I, it's never Bless his heart. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. That's I get it. adorable. I get it. I get it. It's KBJ. Man, it's really cool just seeing the FAU fight nows and looking at the players' faces yesterday as they were leaving the arena just after 9 a.m. And there were so many people that were out there. And you can tell the players were like just blown away by all the support they got. You know, keep in mind, I mean, when Dusty May came in in 2018, they were getting 200 people a game in a 3,100-seat arena. And wow. now they are going to be playing in an arena that holds 74,000 people. That's amazing. Isn't that unreal? It is. Good for them.
But here's the really cool thing is if you are a fan of FAU or the Canes, the University of Miami, who's there as well, ticket prices are the cheapest they have been since 2011. It's because, you know, look at this year's group. You mainly have smaller schools that have never been there before. The only perennial powerhouse is UConn that is in it. San Diego State, it's their first time ever being in the Final Four. And FAU, who's you know, obviously never been this far. And the Canes, everybody. Is this, does this hurt ratings for the TV, you think? I know it's great for our town, and we love it. We're proud of our FAU Owls. But does that hurt ratings on a national level? I would imagine that uh, a lot of the TV networks, uh, CBS, who I believe carries the game, they're probably nervous. Because it is sometimes tough. That when you get the smaller ones in there, it's nice to have a Cinderella story. But when you got three Cinderella's basically. <laughs> yeah. Then how is that going to play? That, you know, traditionally don't have the size of fan bases as some of the usual teams that you see in there, your Kansas and Kentucky and North Carolinas and such. But if you want to go to the game, it makes it way more attainable because the ticket prices aren't jacked up by a team that has a huge traveling fan base. Absolutely, yeah. So if you want to get into the Final Four, you're going to pay $60 a ticket. Dang, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, in 2016, they were 239 Oh my gosh, wow. what a a massive difference. And, you know, with 74,000 tickets being sold for each game, I would imagine that would drive the cost down as well. But just to say I went to a Final Four that had University of Miami and FAU in it, I mean, that, that's never going to happen again. I'm sorry. That's just so crazy. The only thing that is a downfall right now is I'm like going, okay, wait a minute. Could this be possible? How cool would this be? Airfare to Houston right now. It seems crazy. I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, okay, how much you get to Houston? $900, $1,000 round trip a ticket? Oh. I mean, I, maybe you can find a cheaper ticket, but that's the only question. Can you get cheap airfare to Houston right now? You can get a cheap ticket into the game. What about staying there and flying there? Ooh. Yeah. 900 That's what I was seeing. Can we fly into a different airport and drive? Yeah, spend $200 on. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the whole thing I guess you'd have to figure out. If, if this sounds good to you and you're like, 60 bucks a ticket, that's crazy. I'm going, man. Just uh, don't forget about uh, lodging and airfare. Might be a little bit crazy. We got our own tournament of towns going on, looking for the best city in South Florida. And uh, our bracket kind of looks like the NCAAs. It's just wonky, man. You got a lot of underdogs in here. In fact, the uh, highest seed that we got left is Palm Beach Gardens at a five seed. Okay. And they're getting whooped by Hutchinson Island. Who is this Hutchinson Island? I don't know what is going on, man. <laughs> What's going on? They showed up to vote. I, I don't. And somebody even sent an email. They're like, I live on Hutchinson Island. And it's all old people who I'm sure probably aren't actively voting. And I didn't vote. So who's voting for Hutchinson Island? <laughs> Someone's in here trying to just, just mess the whole thing up, I think. I guess. I just I can't figure it out. Do you think hackers have infiltrated this contest? I do. I think they care that deeply. I heard the sales department talking about the brackets. They were, no, not, talk- they were not. They were talking about our brackets. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got uh, Key West uh, whooping up on Isla Mirada right now. So it, it looks like if things hold in tomorrow, we will have a head-to-head battle of Key West versus Hutchinson Island. Mm, I'm, not, is, I'm not tuning in. So like, what Rings the heck? Are down. Man? Yeah, Rings are down, dog. Key West should win that, right? I, I the way Hutchinson Island is, I don't know, but I mean. When, we're walking away from this and be like, hey, Hutchinson Island is the best city in South Florida. I mean, hey, I'm sure it's lovely and, and gorgeous, but 
all in all, is that the place that you'd be like going, this is it, man. This is where the best stuff in South Florida happens. As soon as, soon as Gardens gets knocked out, I turn on the bit. I'm out. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You begin trashing it online. <laughs> and on air. <laughs> yeah. I, I might join you. I, I'm really down and out about this, too. This is not where I thought it was going to go. But uh, here we are. If you want to go and cast your vote, go to kvjshow.com. All right, we all do dumb things. Sometimes when we do, we're little kids. Other times we are drunk adults. Woohoo! Can you tell the difference on what you are? All right, we've got uh, one right here from Amanda who submitted this on the WRMF app's mic drop feature. You can do it too and download it for free. Just tell us the dumb little thing you did, leave a little bit of a space, and then let us know if you're a little kid or a drunk adult. So what is the dumb thing that you did? I shot a booger on a friend in front of hundreds of people. Ooh. You shot a booger. Now, was it accidental or was it on purpose? That's a big question. I guess that's part of the mystery here. Is that something that you would do intentionally or not? Because sometimes you can fire a missile out on accident, and it can be very embarrassing. Totally. Yeah. I've done that before where I laugh at something and accidentally like snot myself and it flies. It's embarrassing when you're in the middle of telling a story and there's hot girls around. Yeah, it's not the best. <laughs> and there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Virginia? We got a little kid or a drunk adult here? I'm going to go drunk adult. Okay. Going to go drunk adult? It just, it's what I feel more familiar with. Okay. Bird? Drunk adult. I, I sense embarrassment in her voice. Well, hundreds of people, too. This feels like this might be a, what, what would you have? Hundreds of people. A wedding? A wedding. A, a, a graduation. Function. Oh, yeah. I've snotted in front of, giving a speech in front of people before. <laughs> it's so humiliating. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I laughed real hard at snot rocket. And you have to address it. You have to. Okay. So we're all guessing that you were a drunk adult. What were you? I was a drunk adult. We were at our friend's wedding, and I'd been uh-huh. pre-gaming, and right in the middle of the ceremony, I had to sneeze and tried to hold it in and shot a huge booger out of my nose right onto the back of my friend's neck who was seated in front of me. <laughs> it was not a good look. It was not a good look. <laughs> That's I pretty gnarly, man. <laughs> that is pretty gnarly. That's a tough thing to come back from. Okay, we got that Chad who submitted one as well. What is the dumb thing you did, Chad? I hit a child in the head with a club. While juggling. Ooh. You had a kid in the head. You're identifying them as a kid. And if you hit them in the head, you're probably taller while juggling. And you're a drunk adult and you went kaboom. I hope you're a kid because if you're an adult, then. I think it was an accident. I think it was an accident, would be my guess. He was juggling, just it got away from him. And it's tough enough. I mean, first of all, how could you even juggle drunk? You have to be good. You got to be a good juggler. We just that. have to be second nature for it you. I think people juggle drunk. They do. A oh, lot. they definitely do. Yeah, that You're happens. right, though. Once it's second nature, I don't think you lose it. I would think, but, I, you know, honestly, I, I tried that one time. I didn't think I was that bad. I hopped, I got on a bike to ride somewhere in blue. I'm like, oh my gosh. That, it was like, I, I had to walk the bike. <laughs> I remember when that happened. I did. That kind of changed you a little bit. It did. It really did. It was it was very humbling. When did you realize you were old? Very humbling, yeah. <laughs> or you had a drinking problem. Yeah. You're an old alcoholic. Alone. <laughs> it was just, yeah. On a bike. It was a dark moment. Getting fired just yeah. so slowly yeah. out of the air. So public. <laughs> it was rough. I'm going to go drunk adult for Chad. What do you think, Virginia? I think drunk adult. Bird. I'll be different. Little kid. Okay. What were you, Chad? 
I was a drunk adult. Yeah. I tried juggling three bowling pins at my niece's birthday party. I lost control, and one of the pins hit my niece's friend right in the noggin. Yeah. Oh, she cried dang. for 45 minutes straight. Wow. Yeah, that, that would hurt, man. That Take could a, give a concussion. Yeah, no well, doubt. You, if you're drunk, you know you're going full gorilla with the juggling. You're trying to entertain the kids. Showing yeah. off. Imagine how mad was everybody else who saw this happen? Be like, dude, what? They, they probably try to stop him, too. Yeah, most likely. All right, and one more little kid or drunk adult here from Aaron. What is the dumb thing you did, Aaron? I took a puppy from the dog park, and it wasn't mine. Oh, you're a little kid. You're a little kid. I agree. Because it just, yeah, she loved the dog. And, I get oh, it. Come home with me, and we bonded. And Yeah, I just I feel like it's a little kid for some she reason. She thought the yeah. dog chose her. Yeah, I, I feel that too. What were you, Aaron? I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> My dog had just died. I was really sad. Aww. And we lived across the street from a dog park. That's so I snuck out of my room, and I went over to the dog park to hang out with the puppies. And then I took an old man's puppy when he wasn't looking. <laughs> stole from an old guy. And then I got caught, and I got in huge trouble. Oh. I wouldn't do it as a grown-up, I don't think. Stole from an old guy. Wow. Oh, that old. Stole an old guy's dog? <laughs> but that is torturous. Imagine what the heck? you lose your dog, and then you have to live across the street from the dog park and watch all the owners and the dogs having a great life together. It would be great, but it does not excuse it. dog napping from the old man. Yeah. Poor wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for the submissions. If you got one, download the WRMF app for free. Look for the mic drop feature in the lower left-hand corner. We'll get yours on the KVJ show. Coming up in a couple of... Of minutes. Virginia's on the hot seat today for share or shock. She's going to have three tough questions thrown at her. If she refuses to answer any of them, she gets an electric shock. Will she answer the tough questions we have for her next? KVJ. Share or shock. And we've got uh, Virginia on the hot seat here today. Man, do you hear that in the distance, Kev? What is that? We will, we will shock you, ah, shock you, ah. Okay. Little hippie gremlins. <laughs> feed us after midnight. <laughs> you have to feed them after midnight. They got the munchies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's what we got. We have uh, some questions that we have written up. We also have um, some listener submitted questions as well. I will let uh, Denny's. Started off here today. What is your question for Virginia, Denny's? All right. First question is share a shock. What's your favorite illegal drug? Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) She's not scared. She's she's excited to talk about it. There's so many. (laughs) I mean, definitely the most fun is Molly. That's your favorite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Darn, I have to agree. <laughs> when, so, uh, this, is not a, this is not a question. Oh, it's been a while, okay. but I mean. You just love it, huh? Bruh. Just a lot of fun for you? <laughs> yeah. What was it that you liked about it? It was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. Okay. Wow. That's good to say. Okay. All right. Fun. It's just fun. <laughs> But there's so many okay. other ones, Kevin. She, she just couldn't get to. She had to narrow it down to that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Jaybird, you got a question here for Virginia and Cher or Shock? We've talked about it. It's it's legendary at this point. 
I mean, I'd say, how long have you been married to Panda? 11, 12 uh, years. Okay. How many inches is Panda when it comes to his private parts? Because <laughs> we've talked about it. We need the, the most graphic description. No, no, I'm just kidding. Not graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I can freehand draw that thing. And inches, how long that dong? Is that what you're saying? And if you don't know an exact number, you're going to have to guesstimate with, with an object people could understand. Yeah, pull out a, a sub, Jaybird. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't be silly. you got to be honest about it. I mean, let me find something in the room. Oh, wow. Uh, Get a little carrot top, a little prop comedy. <laughs> She's looking at Okay, I think I found leg. something. She's going okay. for the two-liter bottle. Right, you got a baseball bat. <laughs> That's accurate. You're you're being completely honest. Yeah. Is that is that grown? This is uh, eight ounces of easy cheese, but I would say that's <laughs> even. Oh, a, so for that, <laughs> we're including the oh, the tip at the end. Definitely including the tip. And that's that's full gorilla. Yeah, that's that's about right. It's about tw- that's about twelve inches long. Right? Oh. No. We gotta get a roller up in here. Kevin, do you have a dog? <laughs> I wanna see. It's like seven. No, it's I think it's nah. I think it's not. It may not be a foot, but it ain't seven. It's not seven. It's eight. Okay. This is probably the most accurate thing we have in the studio. People are saying in the chat room there's no way. I mean, only fans. Okay. We are at. What is that? <laughs> it's eight. It's eight? Okay. Just eyeballing it? I didn't know. I didn't think you were going to answer this. I feel so bad for Panda. Dog, I'm so sorry. I thought she was going to take the shock on this. He's got a professional job. <laughs> what? Porn? No. no. I'm kidding. If you could do one or the other, would you make it bigger or smaller? Bigger or smaller? Smaller. Okay. We knew yeah. the answer. Come on. Okay. It's so right. vanilla. Wow. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. And that was a freebie. That was not a real okay, question. Yeah, we just, just, just out of curiosity. You got us talking over here. Yeah. <laughs> you got me talking. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, I'll throw in a listener question here. Uh, last, uh, they want to know and share a shock here, Virginia. Which one of Kevin's kids do you like the least? Ooh. Dang. Dang. You got Colin and Caitlin, the twins, and then you got <laughs> Cannon. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh. they they go for it, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta explain why to you, why you hate Kevin's kids so much. Yeah, in great detail. I mean, I know my favorite. No, don't cheat the <laughs> game. The I think I'm working it out. Take it easy, they're easy cheese. I'm working it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the one you like the least. <laughs> oh man, Colin, Caitlin, Cannon, three kids. <laughs> and you know you can. Go ahead and answer. I'm, I'm sitting this one out. Do what you got to do. Kevin, I, I, he, I don't want it to be weird with your wife. It will be weird. Because she'll be like, oh, really? You don't like that kid, huh? Why? Mm. You can't, I mean, attack the kids. You, you, you attack the... That is the one thing about the queen. You don't come for her kids. Same thing with my mom. Even if my mom was stabbing me and you critiqued her for stabbing me, she would bite <laughs> your head off and say you're wrong. It's, it's tough, <laughs> yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Come on, Virginia. We will, we will shock you, shock you. Come on, which one do you like the least, Virginia? 
I guess I gotta take the shot. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't do that. It's a smart Ain't gonna do that, huh? Ain't gonna do that, huh? Do you have it on? I have it on. Okay. It's this one. It's blinking. Okay. Three, two, one. Bring in the pain. Okay, 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 sorry. Yo, that was making noise, man. He pushes it multiple oh, times. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I, I I built the shocker machine. In kapoop. <laughs> Gardens, bruh. Okay, yeah, there you go. He pushes it like... Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The KVJ Show. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. In the nude, ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Only in Miami, baby. There's a video on TikTok that I saw of a guy climbing up an open drawbridge what? on Brickle Key. Was he trying to jump off of it? I it looked like he was just trying to scale it. The bridge was fully up, and somebody was making the video. They were watching. It looked like they were on a balcony on one of the high rises right there. And uh, oh, the, he was hot dogging. Did he, he have was. poopy cramps? And he had to go to a bathroom. <laughs> I don't know why you climb a drawbridge no. if you got poopy cramps. You just poop over the side of the bridge. Oh, He's making a video, hoping to go viral. Good work. Yep. Yeah, for whatever reason, the guy's climbing out the drawbridge, but the people who are doing the commentary, they might have been high. <laughs> yo, this f- guy is insane, yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> yo. I mean, I think he was just trying to cross the bridge. <laughs> Bro, this is like, I, I, that is some of these scariest. <laughs> he was holding off for dear life. <laughs> Let's go! Is he f- fist bumping? <laughs> Is he fist bumping? He's fist bumping. Let's go! (laughs) What a legend! Yo, we need to go hug him. (laughs) (laughs) What a legend. What a legend. Oh, man. There you go. Oh, South Florida, huh? If he's doing it to be stupid, he better run, because I I think the cops would arrest you. The guy commentating had legit concern for him. At first. He's like, oh, man, he's holding on for dear life. Yeah. Then it turned to just total admiration. And then when he saw him fist pumping, he's like, yeah, Yeah, bro. I would have probably the same reaction. <laughs> probably same commentary, huh? Probably. Exactly the same. <laughs> well, the Broward Sheriff's Office, they've had it. They arrested seven men during street takeover events in Deerfield Beach, Hollywood, and Margate over the weekend. If you don't know, these street takeovers are where drivers gather to do donuts and burn out their tires in the middle of the busy roads and highways, and they don't care who's around. And they've had problems because some of these street takeovers, that people are doing the donuts, and I don't know why, but these knuckleheads are running into the street with the cars, oh. and the cars are barely missing them as they're swerving around. And sometimes, the one video I saw, one that had happened, I think, on the Treasure Coast, it looked like it was about like 50 to 100 kids that were uh, all a part of it. Wow. They've got posts and stories on Instagram. 
that uh, were leading up to the weekend. And this is how the cops found out about it, because they're advertising a, quote, banger called March Madness. It was going to go down on Friday and Saturday, so they let the cops know exactly where and when they were going to be. <laughs> Whoopsie. And then on top of it, they started going all in on Sheriff Gregory Tony in derogatory ways. So you pissed off the Broward County Sheriff, and then you told him where you are going to be doing illegal activities. Not so bright, these guys. And now there's a new Florida law that makes all of these activities criminal misdemeanors, and even the spectators of these events will get traffic citations. They say the suspects, one of whom organized the events online, now faces charges including street racing, drug possession, and carrying a concealed firearm. Uh-oh. There have been people arrested between the ages of 18 and 26, and they're from anywhere from Miami to West Palm Beach, so they'll go anywhere and travel anytime to do one of these street takeovers. Well, they got a big press conference going on today for what they call a huge announcement about the future of Lolita, the killer whale from the Miami Seaquarium. 1130, it's going to be going down. Huh. Now, they believe that she's going to be re-released back into the wild. Oh, man. Wow. She's got to be so pumped. Or is she kind of scared? Kind of like when you spend 20 years in prison, you could become institutionalized. Does she have to go out and fish now? And she doesn't know yeah. how to fish because she's always had fish just handed to her. And do you wonder if she senses something? Like there's a change about to happen. They say they're very smart. Yeah, did she see the press release? That's what <laughs> was you wonder. Yeah. Did someone read it to her? Yeah. That's how smart they are. Now, Lolita's actual home would be the Salish Sea, which is just in the Pacific Northwest around Washington State and Canada's British Columbia province. She was actually trapped there in 1970 in the waters and then brought to Miami. She would now be in her late 50s. And the problem with this and why they're concerned, just last year, the new ownership of the Miami Sea Aquarium came in and said, yeah, I think she's seriously ill. So they've been trying to you know, rehab her and get her ready. And so that's why I guess this is kind of exciting. It'd be nice if she gets one final kind of like a rum spring. She, she meets a man, has a, has a fun weekend with a, a whale that, yeah. you know, I don't know, just has a, you, yeah. you want one last ride. Don't we all want one last Heck yeah. Right. One last meal, they give her a nice, delicious buttered seal or something. Yeah, just the, the finest of the world. Yeah. Just one last the time. lowest performing seal from the seal <laughs> show. Yes. Yeah. All right, who, who's going? If you don't drop that ball, do not drop that ball. That's the test. But you let them know right before the performance, whoever yeah. performs the worst is yeah. dinner. That's it. Oh, good Lord. Now, here's the thing. The killer whales, the southern resident killer whales, are on the endangered species list. They believe their numbers have dropped to 70, Wow, which is a historical low. Is that because people, humans are killing them, or is there some kind of other reason, natural? Yeah, you got a lot of things anywhere from changes in uh, temperatures in the water to where they're able to get. They've, They've dammed up some rivers. It's affect some salmon and some of the food that they would get to getting to them. And so, you know, there's a lot of human-made factors that have affected their livelihood. Because I saw a documentary about how the fish are leaving and the fish are going away, but then I'm going, is this politically motivated? Who made the documentary? Uh Are the fish leaving? Are the whales going? A lot of stuff like that. Well, Sergeant Michael Russell of the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office 
allegedly punched a referee in the face at a children's soccer match, knocking the whistle right out of the ref's mouth. Dang. Can't do that. (laughs) What the hell? You let it get away from you a little bit, huh? A melee had (laughs) erupted between players on opposing teams, and as refs tried to break up the fight, they blew their whistles to get a handle on the situation, which uh, apparently aggravated the sergeant. He then walked onto the field and struck the referee right in the face. Whoa. I'm not really sure why. He's now been arrested on charges of battery of a sports official, a third-degree felony, and is no longer working as a homicide sergeant. But the ref changed the call. Yeah. Dang. How about that, huh? (laughs) There's a man in West Virginia that got charged with impersonating a paramedic and providing care to an unknown individual. This weird stuff happens way more than you think. There's a lot of videos of people acting like they're firefighters, cops, EMTs, and they have the equipment. But it, it, it looks off a little bit. Yeah. You can tell something's not right. Is that a plastic badge? Yes, it's not. That's somebody's old Halloween costume. Right. He's got a stethoscope for one of those toy kits that you give kids. <laughs> they pulled this, they, they pulled a fake cop over, and then they look at all the fake stuff he has, and it, it looked bunk. It looked fake yeah. cop stuff. There's a picture of Doc McStuffins on the stethoscope. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, what? Oh, no. Also in West Virginia, some good news. They will no longer allow children under the age of 16 to marry. About time. Wait, this was something? This was something you could do until now in West Virginia. The age of consent still in some states is 16, which I cannot believe that is really, that still goes on. Yeah. People are marrying like these young girls. Is it, is it two young people or is it an older person and a young person? Well, it's a big difference to me. Yeah, and it depends. Look, my grandmother was married in West Virginia at the age of 14. Wow. But your grandpa was the same age as her. He was like 17. Okay, so yeah. The, the, I mean, it, you know, it's something you could do then, but I mean, now you can't say it out loud. I mean, if your 14 year old was marrying a 17 year old, how are you going to feel about that? And by the way, her family wasn't very happy because they really? eloped. Yeah, they eloped to do it. Yeah. Your grandma's family was pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen to this. Alabama, age of consent, 16. Alaska, 16. Connecticut, 16. D.C., 16. Hawaii, Georgia. There's still a lot of states. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 16 is, I think, pretty standard for a lot of states on consent. Uh, This is marriage. Marriage is different. Yeah. Under the new law, minors over 16 still can't get married unless they have parental permission and they can't marry somebody more than four years older west virginia has the highest rate of child marriages in the country yep they're 16 ages consent i mean just the, that's the creepiest word ever child child marriage, marriage. yeah it'll, oh. it'll feel right mm-hmm. it feels awful mm-hmm. and another new law that sounds like it could be beneficial. Congress is considering the creation of a national no-fly list that would let the TSA ban any person that was convicted or fined for assaulting or interfering with airline crews. I think it's smart. Then you get rid of the squirrely people. It'll take you a few years, but you'll weed them out slowly but surely, and they can't fly anymore. And just know, there's a chance you'll never be allowed on an airline in America again. 
Yeah, so stop being stupid. Yeah. Stop attacking people. Stop hitting flight attendants. People don't have a respect for it. They don't have a fear of their right to fly. They just think they're always going to be able to do it. And right now, as it is, incidences of unruly passengers remain five times higher than before the pandemic. Wow. Yeah, we're just all squirrelier. And so I I love it. We're coming unglued. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ban them. Yep. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, got some real or fake Florida headlines for you. What do you think about this? Is this real or fake? Florida man defecates in the middle of public library because he lost the bathroom key. What do you think? Is that real or fake? It feels real. Feels real. (laughs) It feels very comfortable here in Florida. So Florida. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll see if that's legit or not next. The KVJ Show. Well, if you pay attention to the whacked out news, this should be pretty easy for you because the real stories would be ones I'm sure we have covered already in the whacked out news. But you got to tell us which of these headlines about things happening here in Florida are real and which ones are fake. First up for you, Virginia, tell me, is this real or fake as a headline? Florida man defecates in the middle of public library because he lost the bathroom key. Is that real or is that fake? I want it to be true. Okay. But do I just want it too much? Mm. (laughs) Uh, This is how you spice it up at the library. I'm going to go fiction. You're going to say that is fake? And it is. That is a fake headline. I just wanted it too much, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, you know. We all do. That's what happens. The desire. It might be kind of a hook to try to reel you in, Virginia. You got to be the smart fish. (laughs) He knows what I like. Not fall for it. He crafts these things custom because I get all excited about a random pooping in the library. Of course. He knows what we get excited about. He does. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, one for you, Denny's real or fake Florida headline. Florida man tries to evade arrest by cartwheeling away from cops. Oh, my God. I hope that's real. That's amazing. What do you think? You I'm going to go say through? real, yeah. That is real. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the video of that. It's pretty unreal. It was amazing. That is. It's good. Well, because it's, it's amazing. amazing. If you haven't seen that video, you need to Google it and watch it. <laughs> All right, Virginia, what about this one? Real or fake headline? Florida man busted feeding iguanas to alligator in jail zoo. Wow, okay. Busted feeding iguanas to alligator in jail zoo. Wait, so it's a zoo in a jail? It's a zoo in a jail? It's a jail in a zoo? There are. There is a... Uh, yeah, there is. <laughs> There's a zoo in a jail. <laughs> wow. I mean, the jail is a zoo. Yeah, these guys got it good. They do. All right, what do you think? Is that real or fake, Virginia? I'm so confused. I know. (laughs) It is confusing. I just want to know what this jail is that has a zoo. They're feeding iguanas to gators at the jail zoo. That's what it says here in front of me. That is correct, yes. That's what, it's not a typo. It's a lizard eat gator world, right? Okay. (laughs) It's a gator eat lizard world. (laughs) Okay, for feeding iguanas to alligator in jail zoo. I mean, that can't be real, right? I don't know. That's the question for you, Virginia. I guess I'm going to say false. You're going to say that that is fake. Yeah. That's real? It is real. And if you look at the story, it is a weird headline. It's in the New York Post. 
from October 23rd, 2019. It says Florida inmate busted for feeding iguanas to alligator in jail zoo. It says a Florida Keys inmate has been hit with extra charges for feeding pet iguanas to an alligator at his jail's zoo. I make sure I research this bit, Virginia. I just never heard of a jail zoo. I didn't know a jail had a zoo. <laughs> it's, a small, it's confusing. It's a small petting farm on the grounds of Stock Island Detention Center. This is the guy right here. We got him on KVJ TV. Yeah. Wow. Is it for therapy purposes that they tend to a zoo? It's a great. When I saw that, I go, "That's bizarre." This is going to confuse everybody. It's great therapy for everyone except the iguanas. <laughs> well, oh, especially the, if they're getting fed to gators. The iguana is the new mouse. People do <laughs> not care about the iguana. It said Monroe County Sheriff staff were particularly traumatized at Sunday's death of Mojo, a large male iguana who had been there 13 years. <gasps> Damn. Said he was more of a pet. Mojo. Oh, man, that's their Lydia. Yeah. Damn. And they would uh, yeah, typically feed these six-foot-long gator rats once a week, but uh, got fed to uh, Mojo. Damn. Or Mojo got fed to him. Okay. Wow, that's an odd story. I, I didn't want this game to bring so the wrong down. I'm reeling. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, you're that's a tricky one. Kevin, I don't know if I can go on. I know. It's tough. <laughs> Just going to have to find a way, Virginia. I'll dig deep. Okay, real or fake Florida headline? One for you here, Denny's. Former Jacksonville police officer arrested for donkey porn. Yikes. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a definite oh, no. No one donkey punches like a donkey. What do you think, real or fake? Man, that can't be real. Donkey (laughs) porn? I mean, how big's the audience for that? Look, you're right. And uh, jails don't have zoos either, guys. (laughs) Yeah, up is down, Denny's. Down is up. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Jails your is. <laughs> crazy stuff here today. Hey, real or fake on that? Uh, I'll say fake. Gotta go fake. You're right. Yeah. Not legit. But you know somebody has done that. Donkey porn? You know they have. Somebody, yeah. Somebody in the news got arrested for bestiality recently. It was a, a figurehead of some sort. So random, right? So Florida. Huh. <laughs> a bestiality. I find that hard to believe that that's... Gaining popularity. Yeah. I don't think it's gaining popularity. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, it's the new thing on TikTok. <laughs> if TikTok does it, though. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a new trend. We'll get, we'll get kicked off for doing a somersault. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to you, Virginia. Real or fake Florida headlines. Dade County couple arrested for feeding neighborhood cats meth. Is that real or fake? I mean, you can't feed the cats meth, right? Well, probably Were they should. smoking it before? <laughs> Good question. They slip it in a little cat biscuit. <laughs> oh, you would get every cat in my neighborhood. Oh my, they, they might actually be on meth in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing a cat needs Scary. is meth. What are you, real or fake, Virginia? I mean, it's got to be fake, right? It is fake. Yes. <laughs> nice. Cat on meth would be rough. This has been a very tricky round. I don't know. That might be one of the worst things ever. A cat on meth. I haven't recovered from the iguana, the pet iguana that was fed to the gator. And that's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that the, one is real. That's the twist. That one's real. Ooh. Okay, Denny's, Florida man arrested for trying to get alligator drunk. Is that a real or fake headline? I'm going to say real. That sounds like something a Florida person would do. That one is real, yep. Very nice. I remember you reporting on that. In fact, that, that might have happened a couple times. And the gator loved it. Yeah, he thought it was uh, great. Texting his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember that. 
Uh, how about this? Real or fake Florida headline. A Florida couple had sex in the back of a police car after DUI arrests. Real or fake, Virginia? That feels real. <laughs> feels real hot. <laughs> Actually, it feels like another Tuesday night around here. It does. It? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That yeah. Real. It is so real. So they were handcuffed and they still got it. They still got it on. Yeah, bumping crotches. Some of the drunk people that they have that drunk strength. What they'll do is they'll you know how they handcuff them from behind. Some somehow they will get it over their head to where they're in the front. If you go under your butt, yeah, that's the way to do you can, it. Yeah, get your legs out, maybe. And then I could see if your hands are out front, you could get, you could make it happen. Totally. Okay, this is for a perfect score for you, Denny's. Real or fake Florida headline: Florida woman arrested for lighting ex-boyfriend's pubic hair on fire. <laughs> what did he do? Dang. What did he do? Talk about getting in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be having no bushes. <laughs> getting out Baldy of the bushes. and burnt. <laughs> That would smell horrific, by the yeah. way. So she's mad at him, and she lit his pubes on fire. Yeah, that's apparently what the uh, headline's trying to tell us do. here. Well, I hope she's not happy with him, and that's how she reacts. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Again, he probably had it coming. Real or fake? Oh, man. You think there had to be hairspray on there to make it go up in flames? <laughs> I'll say fake on that one, Gotta even go though I want it to be real. For a perfect score, you are right, guys. Oh! Look at that perfection. Look at you. Very nice. <laughs> well done. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there is some alarming stuff in the news. The massive problems with TikTok, Twitter, and tech. I'll tell you all about it next. The KVJ Show. So are we going to solve or be overcome by the growing problems we have from TikTok, Twitter, and tech? I don't know if you saw yesterday, it came out that over 1,100 of the biggest names in tech signed an open letter calling for an immediate pause of developing AI-powered systems on the grounds of, quote, profound risks to society and humanity. Yeah, we can get our food here quicker and everything's more, way more convenient, but we ain't got no more jobs. And they're taking them from us. There's a lot of concerns going on here. Even Twitter CEO Elon Musk signed this letter and he warned of an out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict, or reliably control. It's all what your strategy. What's the strategy for the human race? Do we want computers to do stuff for us and take our identity away? Because if you're a writer or mm. if you're somebody that really makes a living on writing with your own thoughts and, and kind of doing your own thing, this this whole the, the the chat GPT can take jobs jobs away from people, and it probably will. And their argument to that is that it will open up the door and create new jobs that we wouldn't even anticipate. So humans will continue to work using all of this artificial intelligence as a tool of their job, not as a replacement for everything that we do. You look stressed, Virginia. I don't know if I believe that. I just think that there are going to be more people eliminated than new jobs created. And I see what they're saying. I think there's no way we cannot. We have to live in a world of technology. That genie's out of the bottle. But there is something to what they're saying. We got to stop this thing because if not, people really will lose jobs. Yeah, mm -hmm. we will we'll adapt and we'll live with it. But there's going to be there's going to be a lot of people hurting because of this. A lot of this has to do with the debate, too, over security versus privacy. 
And they were showing how they use artificial intelligence now in a program they're starting to sell to schools and different cities where they can use artificial intelligence and video surveillance to detect if somebody is carrying a gun and they can even look and calibrate somebody's bodily movements to say if they're doing things that are a little bit shady because apparently if you're about to do something that's a little squirrely you move your body differently and ai can detect that it would then send an alert to law enforcement to say hey keep an eye on this uh sketchy looking cat right here they might be up to something no good He's walking funny. Right. And so some people are saying, boy, that would be great. Think of the school shootings and those situations that we have. Just random acts of violence could be predicted and possibly prevented or at least cut off more quickly than letting somebody run rampant for a while. But then other people are saying, yeah, but are we more secure? And at that point, we're giving up a lot of our own privacy to be able to do it. And how do you know how? You can't really legit predict if someone's going to do something horrific just because they move a little bit squirrely. Yeah. I see a lot of holes in this whole thing, man. There are a lot of holes. And yesterday, something was kind of uh, blown up yesterday as well. They've been talking about banning TikTok in America. And what that would look like, because they're concerned about national security and the Communist Party of China having all of America's information and what we're doing. There's a journalist, the same one who actually exposed our own government for spying on our citizens with that whole Edward Snowden case that went down. He did the piece on that. His name is Glenn Greenwald. And he started looking through this legislation that would give the government power to take control of TikTok. But it's not only that, it would be all social media and it's as they see fit, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They say the government could then dictate what is real news and what is quote unquote Russian propaganda. The concern is that real journalists won't even have a platform to get real information out there due to government control. You knew this was going to start happening, though. We've been talking about how the Internet, social media, all of it's been the wild, wild west Mm -hmm. for the longest time. You knew regulations were going to have to start happening because people are doxing people. All that stuff is happening. So the concern is, is it's kind of a Trojan horse. We're demonizing TikTok and making everybody concerned about what that means to our security and our sanity. And then they're going to go on ahead and kind of like with the Trojan horse, they're going to put in all these kind of words and things like that where they can come in and get any kind of information without any kind of overreach whatsoever. It takes away a lot of your rights and would definitely really violate your privacy. We're kind of living in the minority report, at least the beginning stages of it. This conversation's freaking me out, Kevin. I can tell she needs a drink. Stat, get the yep. right here. Uh, luckily, you got a bar cart right behind you. I can feel Virginia's it's energy. stressing me out. She can, I sense fear from her. The witch is afraid right now. Like a, I'm aging out of Earth. I yeah. can tell by her body movements. <laughs> just like you can tell that somebody's about to do something squirrely, you can tell that I'm just scared. You talked about, you know, about how long we'd want to live here on Earth or Right. today. Yeah. I don't know, dog. Maybe I, I'm aging out of earth. I went off this rock. <laughs> I'm getting scared, dog. Well, where we are right now, and I think this is the big question, are we going to solve or be overcome by these growing problems? Hopefully we solve them, and this is not an issue. And it's nice to know that there are 1,100 people that signed this letter and are very concerned about where we're taking artificial intelligence. Now, the other thing that is coming down the pike that you should be aware of is last week, Twitter officially announced that verified blue check marks are going to be removed from accounts 
accounts that have not signed up for a Twitter Blue subscription coming up this Saturday, April 1st. And apparently it's not an April Fool's Day joke. And you have to pay to get the check mark, and anybody can get one? Anybody can get one, and that's the thing. You would pay $8 a month or $84 annually for a Twitter Blue subscription and Blue checkmark verification. Nah, I'm good. People will do anything just to fit in. I don't want it. They say media organizations would have to pay $1,000 per month for verification. Our company's definitely not going to pay that. Well, and this becomes the question. Verification has been used for credibility on Twitter, and there's not a lot of credibility on Twitter already. But when you saw somebody had a blue check mark, they were verified that they are who they say they are. And now, already, people have been blowing up the spot on Twitter, and you don't know what is real and fake. In fact, a fake Adam Schefter account, he's a sports journalist, tweeted that the Las Vegas Raiders had fired their coach, Josh McDaniels. But the account had the handle, at Adam Schefter, not. <laughs> <laughs> But people had gone crazy, and the sports world was already like, oh my gosh, Josh McDaniels just got fired, and it all came from a fake account that had a blue check mark. That's yep. crazy. Well, look, look what happened with you, with your fake uh, contest. That got people all... You're right. Somebody created a fake Virginia page on Facebook and started collecting people's information and credit cards. And it and looked real. It looked like an official Virginia account. Yeah. It really did. So, Except for the fact that I wouldn't collect your credit card information unless it was from my OnlyFans page. But no, I could see someone not knowing that. How do, they, how do they know it's not maybe you're doing something with a little smile? I could see how someone could be confused by it. Well, if you use Twitter for your news, for regular news or for sports. Now, who's to say? You could go onto Twitter and you could see, uh, let's say, for instance, CNN, and you would see a story about how nuclear war has started, and then you go check it. Like, oh my gosh! And you're you know retweeting it, and you're calling all your loved ones and your friends back. Like, nuclear war has begun. Hide, run, and then you realize that it's CNN. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Michael that- Jordan's coming back to basketball. He's coming out of retirement. ESPN, not. Yes, you could have every single legitimate news source have it not at the end, and that's the only way that you would know that it's actually not real news. And that was the one thing Twitter was so good at, breaking Mm -hmm. news, sports, stuff in the moment. Now you can't trust it. I just fired Virginia, Kevin Ralston. Not. See the calamity? There's going to be calamity. Now you've gone too far. Yeah. (laughs) And only verified Twitter blue account will be seen in your For You timelines as of April 15th. So if you don't have this blue check mark, eh, ain't nobody going to see your post, so don't wow. bother. Wow. Okay, yeah. so it's a pay-to-play kind of a thing, it it's, sounds it's like. It's a pay-to-play, and they're forcing you into a game where you're not going to have verification, not know what it is, and it's going to be people that are going to pay to have people see their content, and there's no regulation on what's going to be fake and not. So it could be a scary world after this weekend if you're on Twitter. Gosh, man, the internet's a scary world. That's what I was saying. So we've got a lot of tech problems that either we're going to solve or be overcome by. These are just a few. I thought this was rather interesting as well. You know how you talk about something random that you never would talk about, and then next thing you know, you see ads for it on your social media platforms? What is the technology that does that? I had never really heard. It's something called ultrasonic cross-device tracking. How exactly scientifically is it done? I will break it all down for you in minutes here on the KVJ Show. KVJ. Aha, I'm pulling the curtain back for you. You're going to see how this really works. We've known it's been a thing. And it was so bizarre when we started 
saying, you know, I was talking about roller skates, and I got all these ads for roller skates all over my social media. I haven't roller skated since I was 12. Why <laughs> am I getting ads for roller skates? It's because you said the word roller skates, and you're like, well, how does this thing work? It, it's listening to us, so are they recording everything that we're saying, or is it just picking up on keywords? I, I didn't know. That's where I thought it was with all this stuff, because there had to be something to it. I remember the first time we talked about it, like, this has to be more of a coincidence, right? It happens to me all the time. I, I, I did it not that long ago. I was go gamming on about Stouffer's, Stouffer's products, mm-hmm. and sure as crap, Stouffer's all up in my advertisement. There's a girl that made a TikTok not too long ago, and she and her husband were having trouble in their marriage, and so she would get his phone whenever he wasn't around, and she would just go, couples therapy, couples therapy, marriage, marriage help, help us. And she would just put all that in his phone, so it would just keep giving him ads for couples therapy. Yeah. She okay. put it on TikTok. Yeah, That's how it, it made me giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Take your man's phone and put something in there like hey, cat gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, I, it's kind of something they do need therapy. Bagging him out on social media behind his back. Yeah, they, they need therapy. <laughs> well, there's something that ag companies are doing now called ultrasonic cross device tracking. What? So they're always listening to background noises and things going on because they want to personalize ads to you. Obviously, they're going to have a better return on their investment if they're giving you products that you might buy, especially if you've been drinking too much. I have too much to drink. I might buy roller skates. I don't know. Might just feel like a good idea in the moment. If this show, if we did like a roller skate party, that thing would pop off. Agreed. With what you just said, mm-hmm. and you're right. When I have had a couple too many, I buy some really weird stuff. Exactly. We need to have a roller skate party. Just I, saying. I'm, I'm, I've been saying that for 10 years now. So what exactly is this ultrasonic cross-device tracking? It is a method that uses audio beacons that are ultrasonic. You can't be hearing them with the human ability to hear But what it does is it goes across all your devices that you own to track your behavior and your location. It's a high-pitched signal that can be hidden in TV ads or online videos. And once your device microphone picks them up, it gives advertisers the ability to identify what you've just been watching or talking about. The hiddenness of the invisible bomb. The invisible bomb. That's the whole thing. That's what has been tracking you. Ultrasonic cross-device tracking beacons that are being shot out, and it's detecting your voice as well. They say it's impossible to stop the ultrasonic beacons from working, but you can reduce the change by going into your phone and that your phone is listening to them. You have maybe unnecessary permissions that you've granted apps to listen to on your device. They say go in there and turn off those through the privacy options that a lot of these apps have in your settings of your phone. And they say, too, that um, you can probably see you know, which apps do have access to your microphone and limit it where it's necessary. Because when you do give access to the microphone to an app, it is now going to be sending out these beacons and listening to keywords that you say. I was, wow. I was getting nervous. Who's listening in on my phone? I always wonder if it's the government. They're probably looking for something like terrorism or something. But is is it possible someone in the government just happens to, let's say the Ralstons had some good family drama and they happen to tap in one day and they go, oh, I like this family. I'm kinda, oh. I kind of want to know what happens with this. I'm enjoying watching Kim chew Kevin's butt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. She's ha- screaming at him real good. Does that ever happen where they go rogue and they just go, you know, I just want to hear what this, fa- they're fighting. This is some good drama. Does that happen? 
And if somebody was able to do that, would they be able to pick and choose who they spy on, specifically people that they know? They've had people that have been arrested for have abused this that work in the tech world, and they started using it as a surveillance and spy system for an ex or something Gosh. of that nature. See, that's what's, that is what's scary. Because you you got to feel like you're able to be private in your own home. You, you feel like you got to be able Nothing to... Nothing is private. And that's a horrible feeling. Me Your phone's Daddy, sending out beacons. Your Google I know. Earth is listening to you. Everybody knows where you are, what you're doing, what you're buying. If you want to talk trash about somebody, you have to turn off all of your... You have to turn sure. off everything. Yeah. There's always something picking you up and recording you. You got to go in the woods with no device. You got to go to the dinosaur garden. Only probably, I think my neighbors can hear everything I say. (laughs) (laughs) They say because of all this technology and the stress that is coming from it, there are a lot of Gen Zers that are going out now and getting rid of their smartphones and going back to the old school. And companies that do regular what they call dumb phones, they say are benefiting from it. Uh, people like Nokia that uh, do these kind of flip phones or the old dumb phones that don't have all this technology on it, they're massively selling to Gen Z right now who don't want all of this chaos that's coming with it and the drama. Huh. They say you can also use secure browsers like Brave, DuckDuckGo, or you can get a VPN, which will encrypt all of your online activity because they definitely are surveilling and monitoring you in ways that you did not even know. Oh, my gosh. They have so much weirdness on me but you know what though give them some more material exactly yeah. jokes on you i'll give you some more mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they say that surveillance and spy equipment now is becoming cheaper and easier to use and a lot of employees now are buying this stuff to track their uh, or employers are buying it to track their employees who are still not back in the office as of right now only half of workers are back from remote working 28 percent still are entirely remote and 18 percent are hybrid and then these trends started popping up on tiktok what was that uh do nothing mondays or something like that remember that it was yeah where you wanted to ease into your monday and they're making all these tiktok videos of them just blowing off work and dancing and taking it easy and so their employees are watching their tiktok videos be like okay i need to track this <laughs> so now they say a lot of employers can track your email report keystrokes they can see screenshots they can even pull up your camera on your laptop that they've given you and take photos to see exactly when you were sitting down and what you were doing on your laptop. It's going to get to the point when you're walking down the street, they're going to be able to do that. They're going to be able to identify your face and go, pull up all your all the stats of uh, Virginia Sinicki. We're getting to that point, dog. And mm-hmm. you think you're in the privacy of your house, so you're checking your email and you might be tugging it. Now your boss is watching. Yeah, absolutely. Could you imagine that? <laughs> they absolutely could. If they have this, and you wouldn't even know if they have this software, you could be sitting in front of your laptop. They're watching what you're typing they look at your face and like oh my goodness and they could have video of you if logging the dolphin all day long instead of working that's a keystroke if our bosses have this technology they got me yeah (laughs) they got me there's troubles there's so many troubles he loves to masturbate while checking email well i just i mean so so the thing that's amazing with this is you've got all these employers that are tracking employees 
And then you've got employees now getting countertech. There's a thing out there called a mouse juggler. Yes, I saw this. It's got a rotating base to make it look like your mouse is still clicking. And you're moving it around and working when you're not. Yes. <laughs> it's just what a crazy well, game. They're pl- it's literally a cat and mouse. It is, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's all... Tech on tech. Yeah. It is, yeah. Okay, you get that tech, then I'll get this tech, and then you have to get that tech, and then I'll get this tech. Beginning stages of tech warfare. It's crazy. They say right now the tracking software industry is a $1 billion industry. Dang. And by the year 2030, it'll be a $2 billion industry. Wow. That's how big it is between employees and employers if, trying to fool each other. If we are still here by 2030... You never yeah, know, if dog. we don't blow each other up. Yeah, never know. Or the robots take us prisoner. <sighs> you want a shot? Yes. Let's get, let's get that fireball. Let's go. <laughs> it's almost 10. Beth is on here from Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, Beth, you said that uh, Virginia did once throw a roller skating party, and you went? Yes, I did. V, it was like a, a long time ago, different station way back when, and you or, you organized a singles meeting, dating, skating party thing, and we took a bus. Oh. And was it a hot event or what? Well, it was a long time ago, and there was cocktails because, of course, Virginia was there. Yeah, I'm not going if it's uh, sober. Sounds safe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Drunk skating. She wasn't driving because we were on the bus, so we were good. Um, But we had a great time. I met, like, we met. So many, cre- there was like probably 30 or 40 of us, and we had a great time. We sat and laughed and talked. And I think there was a couple that actually matched up on that, and I'm still friends with them on Facebook. No oh, way! Yeah. And they're still together? I, I'm not sure if they're still together, but they were for a long time. I'll have to, I haven't talked to them in forever. I'll have to dig it out and I'll send it to you so we can check it out. Yes. That was, I mean, it was before. It was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it was the all-girl adventure buses that we used to do, and they would get crazy. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah, we, we did an all-singles one. Yeah, we did bowling one yeah. time. Let's, let's bring that back. Yeah, I we agree. were saying that. We said that not long. In fact, I said that not long ago. I'm like, we should start doing this again. I'd be more than happy to do that again. Mm-hmm. And also do a giant roller skating party with a live band in the middle playing okay. all cover songs mm-hmm. like uh, Hot Pink. Is that the name of them? They're really good. There's They're a Called hot pink, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. put something like hot pink in the middle. We all skate around the perimeter, and mm-hmm. it's a giant skate party. That'd be so fun. I've been wanting to skate, and I'm terrible at skating, <laughs> and I want this badly. You do, okay. Badly. All right. Love skating. Okay, let's make terrible it happen. It. Love breaking bones. I, I leave hurt every time. <laughs> My KVJ show.